Blog Talk Radio. to talk to you about guys about that in the next couple of weeks but 
let me tell you, it is so important to uh, do your breast exams, okay, and breast mammograms and stuff like that. So I can't say it enough. I can't say it enough. Okay, and I started, like, you know, several years ago because I had a scare. And so I did it, you know, several started doing it several years ago. And let me tell you, it can save your life, okay? So, uh, yeah, and just doing health care checkups and stuff like that. Anyway, I still got some more things I got to check up on and stuff I'm doing, you know, these this next month and stuff like that. But in, during during a health check, I found out something. So I'm going to share that to you, with you guys in a couple of weeks from now, everything after I find out more and stuff. But I just want to encourage you guys, you know, just to go get health checkups and get your checkup done and re, and keep your health, to stay healthy and all that, okay? All right, so listen, we got so many hot times to talk about. Jada Pinkett Smith is out here in these streets causing a ruckus, and I knew Virgie would cause a ruckus, okay? I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Jada, it's almost Scorpio season. You Virgos can't be coming through with no mess. We, 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 it's Scorpio season. You know, we about to shine. Don't be playing no games, okay? <laughs> you done took over Libra shit, season with your mess. <laughs> Scorpio season is a whole new thing, okay? <laughs> but, oh my God, so we got to talk about that. I'm going to talk about that a little later on into the show. What are the hot topics I'm talking about today? Child, and then these pictures of Haley Bailey came out looking like she's pregnant, okay, where everybody has suspected she looks like she's pregnant. And, you know, I got a lot to say to you young girls out there about this because, you know, enough of us ain't telling y'all facts. You know what I'm saying? They're really, We really ain't. We really, we not, you know, and so we just got to, we, we're going to have to, we, we'll talk about her a little later on into the show, okay? And then, you know what, because of the Haley Bailey, if Haley Bailey's pregnant, y'all see my thing that say my B apology? That means my Beyonce apology. It ain't what y'all think, okay? I still think she's the most overhyped artist in history, okay? I'm not apologizing for that, okay? But I am apologizing because I see why you haven't invested in Chloe and Haley that much. No, I get it. Bitch, I get it. I know what you're seeing. Scorpio Moon, I see you. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm going to come. Damn it, I'm sorry. You've seen it. you see Whatever, you must have had a conversation. Your people had a conversation. Somebody knew it was going to be a hot mess. Somebody said, you know what? <laughs> he just going to chill. <laughs> and I'm going to talk about that a little later on, too, when I talk about Chloe. I mean, Chloe and Haley up in this joint. But until then, y'all know I like to drink talk to y'all. But until then, y'all, we going on break. Oh, what do we got to talk about this? I'm trying to talk. Do I got some stuff to talk about? Yeah, let me see. Before I get into uh, this, we're going to we gonna hit up on some news stories and uh, a couple of news stories, and then we'll go in, uh, uh, go into more stuff, Okay. It is the CC Show. Yes, I am on early, on a weekday. <laughs> All right, so let's start off with one of my favorites. I can't go for that, Holland Oak. It's the CC Show. I'll be back in a moment, y'all. Okay.
I couldn't believe it. And then she was, she had nerves enough to have enough. And I love me some Fashion Nova, okay? I'm a Fashion Nova girl, okay? All right? You got, I, people always ask me all the time where, where I get my clothes from. And I be telling them, it's different places online I get them from. But one of my favorite places is Fashion Nova and Pretty Little Things. And people be like, really? I be like, because you got to dig in the crate of Fashion Nova. You can't just go about the new things that you see up there. Like when they say new, new arrivals. So like you got to dig in the crate, and that's where you find some of the best Fashion Nova shit, right? But this chick had on a Fashion Nova dress talking about she don't want to eat at Cheesecake Factory. The nerve, it's the nerve. <laughs> oh, my God, crazy. Y'all, it's wild out in these streets. Oh, my God, it, 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 it's just too much for me to, I mean, I'm always in shock by y'all. Y'all, y'all special. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So, yeah, and, and, you know, I would tell, listen, anybody, I mean, that's a lot, okay? That That is crazy. That This is a lot for somebody or one people to be acting like that nowadays. This, um, that's really crazy, okay? Uh, there's still a lot of uh, things going on in her, between Hamas and Israel, uh, still fighting going on. I mean, you know, a lot of celebrities are 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 getting some people are saying more things about this whole fight that's going on. Um, let me see. There's an interesting one this week with Alicia Keys. They say slammed for sick old to Hamas terror attack on Israel, which is interesting. Whoa, did she put that up, Alicia Keys? Oh my God, really? Oh, my goodness. No, she didn't. Oh, that's not good. Okay, this is what they said. This is from uh, Daily Mail. It says, the singer 42 initially took to Instagram with a photo of herself donning a green leather racing jacket with black and white highlights and colors. Some said were reminiscent of black and white. Uh, some said were reminiscent, wait, huh, of black, white, green, and red seen on Palestinian flag. The Manhattan native, whose real name is Alicia Aguello O'Cook, Captioned the post, what would you do if you weren't afraid of anything? Tell me your truth. I've kept, I've had my eyes on paragliding, adding two sets of emojis, emoji eyes. The singer who had more than 27.1 followers in the media platform later deleted the post. The post from the Empire State of Mind sanctions caught the attention of the advocacy group Stop Anti-Semitism, you know, which somebody talked to me about this this week, and I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying this. I don't really know. But one of my friends who is deep, who's worked as a uh, person over in Israel and different things, and she was like, I don't know why they say anti-Semite over in um America, she said, which I've always wondered too, because she was like, the Jews, it's really anti-Jewish, because Jew, Jew, Jewish people are not Semitic, and I was like, whoa, you're right, because it's usually Arabs and stuff like that, very interesting, but I don't know, I, I don't know, I have to see more about that, maybe it's something I don't understand or know, but anyway, excuse, let me just say this, okay, you cannot prove that Alicia Keys went on, I, I done went off on Alicia Keys for a lot of things, just recently her doing uh, 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 some sort of song, some Christmas song, something she did with Sabrina Claudio. After knowing, same thing with Maxwell. I've said my piece about Maxwell too, okay? But Sabrina Claudio, yeah, because I, cause I feel like it ain't enough apology out here. Black people, we be just, it's not that I, listen, 
let me. I'm gonna come back to that in a minute because I feel like I got some 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 stuff coming that came out from that. But I'm 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 gonna finish. Some people, you know, I have some masculine people say. I'm going to come to that in a minute. But, yeah, Sabrina Claudio, she did some wild stuff. I don't know. I think she was one of the saver people trying to do a song. Let me see. Is it up there? Let me find this. Let me just talk about Alicia Keys for a minute. Okay. Uh, and, you know, that's the – but you cannot prove that Alicia Keys was talking – was saying something. Where does that make how, – how does that make her being – anti-Semitic. She didn't say, just because she had on a black a green jacket, she said she been thinking about going paraglide. Maybe she really has. How the fuck you going to say she was saying that? I mean, we're getting a little carried away. And if she was, usually, let me tell you something, usually they're scared to say something against the Jewish uh, community out there uh, in uh, um in uh, Hollywood, okay, the black people especially, all right, they'll talk about their own people before they talk about the Jews, okay. So I I, I find that that she uh, uh, that she would um, that, that that would happen. Now I, you know she like she did a song with Sabrina Claudio, I think a couple of years ago or something, a Christmas song or something. She didn't care nothing about that because she know her pe- she don't care. They don't care about black people, okay. We don't care about what black people. How black people respond to things because we don't, we don't respond enough. You know what I'm saying? We don't. Drake doesn't. Drake is still out here. Black people still. It's major black radio stations that still not say anything about Drake saying that line in his song. That's crazy. But if it was Jews, oh shit, they be saying all day long. Oh, Drake said an anti-Semitic slur, and well, you know, then they have whole dissertations. On, you know, well, you know, what's that as a million? But black people, no. Okay, you can take it. Okay, you're used to being the downtrodden, beat down group in America. Okay, so you just take whatever the hell people say about you. Okay, even black people. So, yeah, so no, so that's why she can, she can get along, get away with. Uh, you know, doing stuff. When did she, she do that song too? Because I'm, I'm getting. What is it? Winter time. It was 2020. So it was a little bit after, two years after the fact, or a year or two after the fact. She felt safe enough, even though even after that same year, they was getting on the weekend for doing uh, a tour with her. So yeah. So listen, these people don't care. Trust me, they don't care about black people. But I don't. I doubt very hard. Uh, who was it? Anti Defamation League or whoever came after Alicia Keys about this situation. I doubt very hard. I doubt very hard that she was trying to uh, sneak tip tip dish y'all. Okay, I doubt it. Okay, they so scared. <laughs> I feel what I said. They scared uh, uh, out there. Uh, if any, they will never. They won't say anything about Jewish people. They they'll beat black people down in the street. They own people before they say anything about the Jews. Okay, because y'all control a lot of y'all. A lot of there's a lot of Jewish uh, leadership and executives in Hollywood, and y'all control the money. I'm just telling y'all facts. Okay, <clears throat> don't be saying I'm anti-Semitic for saying y'all control money. That's a good thing. Ain't no bad thing to have to have some power. Okay, it's how you use that power. I said what I said too. 
Okay, so it's, I mean, they are not, I, I have a hard time believing that Alicia Keys was out here trying to say, uh, talk about how my, and if she was, she's done, okay? I just doubt that was what was going on, okay? But they're saying, um, they're saying Empire Sun, uh, State of Mind, Sun just caught the attention of the advocacy, ag, advocacy group Stop anti Semitism, which questioned if Keys was making a subtle reference to paragliders Hamas used in October 7th Israel attack. I mean, October 7th attack on Israel triggering the war, okay? <clears throat> now, she could have. I don't know. I don't think they did that. You see, she said, the post I completely shared earlier was completely unrelated in any way to the recent devastating loss of innocent lives. My heart has been breaking. I pay for and stand for, and stand for peace. I would have kept it up there, though. Okay, you cannot anti-Semitism group. You cannot control language. Just because somebody has a paraglider in their uh, uh, their thing talking about they wish to paraglide, they want to go paraglide sometimes. There's not a reference to these idiots over in Israel who paraglided down and killed innocent folks. Okay, not the same. And I know Alicia Keys probably did to be sensitive. That's why I mean they scared of y'all. They ain't sensitive to their own people, but they scared of y'all. Okay? And black people, that's the problem with us. We ain't making them scared enough of us. Okay? Celebrity, black celebrities do all kind of, not all black celebrities, because there's some really dope celebrities out there who really are serious about, uh, uh, who, who are really sensitive to black American, the black American plight. Okay? But it's a lot of people out there for paychecks. They really don't like y'all too much. <laughs> I mean, you know, they really don't like their own people. I almost think Hollywood picks people. You know, we let me just say this. I'm, I'm going into a whole other story because this got me on this first story about Alicia Keys, okay? But y'all know how I be jumping from subject to subject. If, you, if you're if new to listening to this show, I, I tend to tie in another subject with another subject. But let me just say this, okay? A lot of even... Even in the early, we were talking about um, ADOS, groups like ADOS coming to uh, to the forefront now, and how it's disturbing um, the the and groups like Foundational Black America and stuff like that, and how it is disturbing uh, um, how we see black American people and traditions because now suddenly black people, black American people, are saying, hey. We've got to gatekeep our culture because what what you have is sometimes people from other cultures who are from part of the diaspora, and this is not to I I love all people I'm a I'm a universal person, okay, but we have what what some are from some to some of my brothers and sisters because I have a lot of people from the diaspora that listen to this show all over, okay, uh, and on the islands and stuff like that, and they and some people are very, they are very down they understand what I'm talking about, okay. Um, one, and so, 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 what? A lot of times, people come over here and they have attitudes against Black Americans, or they have, uh, <clears throat> or they tend to become a part of the Black American culture because Black American culture will, leave, but, but in some sense, keep their still try to keep their same, uh, you know, keep their um, rooted into their culture. And there's nothing wrong with that. But the problem is, is like. Um, now, especially uh, we were talking about in Hollywood, like how, you know, some now with hip-hop, people are talking about how hip-hop was Jamaican. And that's just, that's not trying to diss Jamaicans, but it's simply not a true statement. 
hip hop if we hip hop didn't just start from a dude making what did they say breaking a record or whatever i i, I mean hip people were rapping over records doing poetry over records and stuff in the 1930s and 40s so in the major, what the 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 style of the sound of hip hop hip hop comes from R&B rhythm and blues music which was a creek creation of black america from black american music okay even bob marley talked about even um um a reggae being having some elements of black american black american influencing reggae black american black american influences uh afro beats but people get upset with that they get so angry about that and i've explained why that is it's because black america was a superpower when I, black america uh built a superpower which is american Hollywood was a, is a huge superpower that influences the world, and where you got to see you got to see the gaze of Black American culture through uh, through hip hop or and music and stuff like that, and film and stuff like that that Hollywood took out throughout the world. Okay, so we were talking about they were talking about we were we were having this, I was having a discussion with a few people, and they were discussing about how you know. There was a lot of black people. We were talking about the proximity of New York, how New York, New York, very different, even L.A. in some senses. But L.A., more of a gatekeeping situation. I think more of the California, black, black American California is a little bit stronger in gatekeeping aspects of black America uh, <clears throat> because it was a different thing going on in California, race and caste systems and stuff like that. New York, a lot smaller, but a lot of people. Uh, mixed up blocks, you know what I'm saying? It's just just a very different thing, okay? So whereas in the 60s and the 70s, post-1965, you have a lot of immigrants. You have an influx of immigrants into the United States, okay, and probably into New York City too, even though immigrants, black immigrants, have been trickling into New York City, you know, anyway, in the early 1900s and stuff like that, right? Most black Americans led, because black Americans were the majority probably in that city if you come into the urban areas. So you looked at their lifestyle, how they were living, how they were singing. This is what a <clears throat> microphone check is about. Excuse me. Tyreek Nasheed is doing a, a documentary called Microphone Check, and he's talking about the origins of hip-hop and how hip-hop really got started. And he's like, there's a variety of people that, that how hip-hop became or started or whatever but it was born out of black American tradition, okay? And so um, a lot of a lot of people in, um, in those neighborhoods, if you moved and you had a Jamaican family and you moved into New York City in the 1970s, the predominant culture in urban neighborhoods, if you lived in urban neighborhoods or you were looking to black people, was black America. Right, so they were creating the culture that you were, your kids will be introduced to. Now, your parents maybe not so much, okay? But Black America were probably the kids that you would relate to, or people that you would see in the neighborhood was Black Americans. Even on Biggie's documentary, they talked about this a little bit. I remember they said there was a corner. There was a, a, one of the rappers who was uh, one of, part of Biggie's. I forget crew, and he said uh, Biggie. 
they hung out on the street corner where there were, he hung out, he lived in an area where there was a lot of Jamaican people or stuff, and they didn't, like a lot of their families didn't want them to mix sometimes or meet up with the African Americans who who ran the blocks on the other streets. But Biggie would cross over and go into those, so Biggie learned hip-hop and stuff from African American people, okay, because he was hanging around black Americans, okay. (laughs) Right, and so we were talking about how, Lots of Caribbean background people got into hip hop, and I said, because you don't under white, because we don't understand outliers, white outliers, and how, you know, certain things. Say, for instance, certain um, things put you in closer proximity to uh, to things that can help you get on, right? But not only that, I believe that sometimes in white supremacy. Even in the early days with people like Sidney Poitier, who was a great actor, right, Uh, Harry Belafonte, great actor. But I believe, like, a lot of times white supremacy, and this is not to denounce their their, um, um, – our view of their talent, but a lot of times white supremacy would consider Caribbeans are people in the diaspora easier to deal with than black Americans, right? And so there's this idea of let's make them the person. Let's make them the people who will speak out for black America. Let's them, and black America being a part of America who is, and one thing everybody knows about Americans is that sometimes Americans are in of their selves, in too much in their selves. And black America didn't under, we understood the diaspora, but not we not in the way we should have culturally. You know, black people in America were always, you know, uh, trying to, uh, uh, we thought, we think all black people are us, but not understanding that all black people have cultures they come from and differences they come from. So Sidney Poitier shows up on the heat of the night and he slaps this black, uh, slaps this white man and everything like that, right, in the movie. And immediately there's an infinity with African-American culture, Okay. But he was not from African-American culture. Neither was Sidney Poitier. I mean, neither was Harry Belafonte, right? But I believe sometimes that white supremacy put up people that they felt would be easier to deal with. Same thing in hip-hop and rap. You, But no matter, I don't care how many Caribbean rappers are there. I'm not trying to say you guys, people were less than, were acting like. You, you, you get what I'm saying? I'm not saying black, that you were less, that you were going to be weak. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that that's what white supremacy thought. But despite that, um, you were still acting as black Americans, and you were still acting in a black America, a predominantly black American culture. Okay, and same thing when people say, "Oh, Nia Long is uh, she? She's Caribbean," but Nia Long wasn't acting like no Caribbean on on her own on on those on Boys in the Hood. Okay. She was acting like girls in the hood in L.A., okay? So that's what I'm just trying to say. These are That does not make it your culture because you acted or you wrapped something in the culture. Like say me, if I go over and start singing, uh, start singing uh, a salsa music right now and I try to say <laughs> I'm creating salsa, you know what I'm saying? I created the salsa, the salsa sound, or whatever. I, that's crazy, all right. So it be so. I, this is what I'm trying to get people to understand when I say stuff like that. And a lot of times, Holly, black Hollywood actors. What we don't realize as black Americans is that even even black Americans that are up there sometimes are very 
susceptible to paychecks and they're susceptible to weakness, okay? So they don't hold up the standards of black America. They don't hold us up as a culture. They just interested in getting their paycheck. They don't understand they are racing themselves, okay? They don't care sometimes. As long as they part of the greater uh, uh, good or the greater, you know, or, or what they consider the greater good. Well, they don't even consider the greater good. What they consider is, oh, yeah, yeah, we can compromise saying that hip hop is this because, you know, um, I mean, you know, uh, you know, it's gonna help us in the long run. But they don't think about the whole group or the collective sometimes out there. You got a lot of Black Americans who out there and people of different backgrounds who do not consider, who do not think about the black American culture, okay? And uh, <clears throat> that's why I said a few weeks ago I talked about Sabrina Claudio showing up on, you know, like I, uh, uh, on Maxwell's uh, cruise, and I talked about not going on the cruise and everything. <laughs> and I said on the show, what did I say? I said, fuck Maxwell and Drake if they're going to do shit like that. And people thought that was, some people thought that was mean, okay? Okay. Forget them. <laughs> and Maxwell's my favorite, okay? I love Maxwell as a singer. That's my favorite singer. I mean, I, that's my celebrity crush. I, I'm crazy about Maxwell. My friends know I'm crazy about Maxwell, okay? But, however, I will tell you what I think. Right, I will say that I don't like the idea of somebody having a racist, and I say it again. That's why I say that a racist on on a cruise where there's going to be predominantly black people showing up there to listen, and predominantly a black American group. But it makes me understand something. I started to understand something when I went to see Maxwell a couple of weeks ago because he got upset. He was saying something, and I was like, uh, I didn't understand what he was. I don't, I'm not saying he was. I don't know who he was talking to, but he was talking about something about you know, talking about how he people talk about him. I guess been talking about him on the blogs about him being shaken or something. You know, that's something wrong. And he was talking about he respects black women, all black women. <clears throat> I don't know. Somebody had said something about him not respecting all black women, and you know. Uh, and it's it, not just black women here, but black women all over the world have problems. And I just thought to myself, people know that, okay? But black American women, because we have been the face of blackness a lot of times in the world, not all the time, but a lot of times, we take a lot. People say we hooded. People say we ghetto. People say we tough. People say this and that. People say we should be more this. We should be more that. We too Americanized. We but we this and that, this and that. Okay. So I I see Black American women as having a hell of a tough time. Okay. So it's not that I don't that I don't respect Black women all across the world and stuff like that, but because I know all Black women have tr- trouble. But the women here in this society, it's been tough. Listen. America has been good to black women at some point, and some points it has not. It's been, you know, America's been good because America's like, like Chris Rock says, a cousin that molested you but paid your way through college, <laughs> right? So a black American women have had to go through a lot of up close proximity of the Western world's racism. And the Western world influences the world with that racism, right? There are other parts of the world that have racism and stuff too. But it's different when you're being raised in Africa and you see black people every day. You know what I'm saying? 
even though race colonization has happened there. And that's a whole other story, okay? But um, what I'm saying is black people, it's easy to um, to diss black people, to discredit black people. My personal opinion is I said the, a few weeks ago that he would not do that if it was his – what was his writing partner? I think Hot is Jewish. He would not do that to Jewish people. He would not ignore somebody who was anti-Semitic. I don't care if it was five years ago. I don't care if it was 10 years ago. I don't care if it was 20 years ago. He would not have ignored that, right? So I'm saying that Alicia Keys, I know my personal opinion, she didn't do nothing like that because they scared the Jewish people out there, okay? Most black people are scared, <laughs> They ain't scared of black people, right? They ain't scared of us, though, okay, because we just accept anything. We'll still be on that cruise. Y'all still going to be on Maxwell's cruise. Y'all still going to be going, well, no, nah, y'all did get Maxwell's. The only thing got y'all hot at Maxwell's when you say that white woman. Maxwell's <laughs> was saying that one. They was mad. They was like, Mr. Wayne, you're Remember, they was hot about that. Ooh, it was articles out here where they was dating. They had articles. They had dissertations. Maxwell gets mad. I mean, Maxwell gets mad at black women. And <laughs> y'all was pissed. But y'all ain't saying nothing about what he brings on a black woman, I mean, a, a, a woman of Latino descent or what, or of white Latino descent. She comes on and she brought, he brings her on her cruise who said problematic things in 2018 on her Twitter account. Y'all ain't got no smoke. <laughs> That's why I can't really say. I mean, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to quit arguing with people for for people for it, okay? Because, you know, y'all be making people not like me, okay, for speaking my truth. <laughs> All right? But I know these people ain't going to go in on no, put no Jewish, anti-Jewish stuff up there. I know they ain't going to put no pro-Palestinian stuff up there. You know why? Because a lot of Jews were in Hollywood. I said what I said. And they scared as hell of y'all. <laughs> Whereas us, black American people, they will disrespect us all day long. <laughs> and that's why I say, that's why, it, especially we have a lot of black people, and why I talked about the diaspora, and I talked about an understanding of black American culture and the diaspora, because a lot of times we see people from different cultural backgrounds out there. So black people, sometimes in black America, not that all black Americans are right or got it going on or smart or on code, okay? But a lot of us, we understand our culture, right? So a lot of people you see out there sometimes be talk, that be, be, be following, a lot of times they be having different backgrounds, and, and, and it tells you how they see other cultures. A lot of them... Black people, you're their consumers. Black Americans are their consumers because black America is the biggest group of black people in America, right? So you're the consumer base, right? So a lot of times because you see, because you've been Americanized and you see nothing but America, sometimes you don't understand cultures and ethnicity, the difference in cultures, even though they look like you, they may not have the same cultural uh, affinities and things that you do. So it may be easy for Maxwell, who's Haitian and Puerto Rican, to invite Sabrina Claudia on his show, on his thing because, well, he may experience some racism. He's not have held to it, probably has like the, uh, for, 
a lot of people in black American culture. And that don't mean that people in black American culture don't sell out because we see it constantly in Hollywood, okay? Constantly, okay? <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying Maxwell sold out. I'm just saying it's interesting, right? And so they feel like sometimes people feel like they have no explanation to you. You, They don't know you. You may look like them, but they may not know you culturally, meaning that um, they only know what they've seen on TV. <laughs> I heard on the radio, okay, but they don't really, you know, like sometimes people don't have relationships with black American people. They might look like you, but culturally they may be different. Or they may have had relationships with people when they're going to school, but maybe not come when they come home. It's a different atmosphere. So it's because we haven't, we collectively sometimes don't see people and how they think and how we see them, and I hope this makes all sense what I'm trying to say. I hope it makes sense what I'm saying about the diaspora uh, versus the um, uh, this this tweet by Alicia Keys. I started off with this tweet by Alicia Keys saying she's not going to disrespect, my personal opinion, the Jews in Hollywood. Okay. That's why she ain't going to put that post. She ain't putting no post-ups like that, okay? First of all, you know, I just don't believe. First of all, you just can't get mad at somebody putting up a glider post and then say it's anti-Semitic. I'm, I'm on her side for that, okay? But I'm saying they ain't going to do it no way, okay? It's only disrespect happens for black American people. <laughs> and I'm explaining to you that part of that reason is because we have had, we we have a lot of people speaking up for the black American experience, right, who are not, foundational black American or ADOS, so they don't know it from the perspective. They may be first-generation black American or, uh, you know what I'm saying, or um, first-generation, like I say, Haitian or first-generation Jamaican or something like that. That is going to be culturally different from us, and they are going to have a cultural uh, background, unless you've been here a long time. Like I was reading, I was listening to Jada Pinkett's book. Um, Jada Pinkett's grandmother, I think maternal grandmother, had a Jamaican background, right? But she had not known her Jamaican people. I think she had not been there, like been, and she knew nothing about Jamaica until she was thir- she was thirteen years old. Was the last time she saw, it, I think Jada says in her book. So Jada is essentially that's she probably knows nothing about. She probably knows about it because she just learned about it for a little bit about it from her grandma. But she said her grandmother didn't have any Jamaican accents, never really spoke of Jamaica, nothing. So she she probably considers herself rooted in African-American culture because she doesn't know much about the Jamaican, you know what I'm saying, the Jamaican part of her culture. So, and sometimes people have been here since the 19, 1902, 1910, five generations probably know nothing about <laughs> certain areas or whatever. You, you know what I'm saying, Caribbean areas. So that's a different thing. Or if you've been here, if you were transported here in slavery during 1822, and your slavery, slave was, you had a Haitian grandfather that was a slave, great-grandfather, great-great-grandfather, he probably didn't know nothing about Haiti, okay? So <laughs> and don't, neither do you, right? So I don't consider that, I consider that a part of African-American dialect and culture, okay? So that's what, you know, I hope y'all get what I'm saying. I'm saying that we all think differently, and I think I'm also talking about how white supremacists will uh, expose those differences. Okay, and there's nothing wrong with having different cultures, but it's it, 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 there needs to be an understanding about maybe uh, 
more respect for black American culture, okay? Instead of seeing black American culture as just a paycheck. You know, and I, I say that for all the celebrities out there, even black American ones, because um, I think that Hollywood has sort of groomed a lot of black American people to uh, not have a, a a respect for black American things unless it's going to affect the Hollywood bottom line. Otherwise, you don't see black American celebrities too much talking out about certain things and, and things like that because um, they don't want it to affect their patients. And I can understand that to some extent, and some extent I can't, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, but people, like I said, people like from the diaspora who tend to uh, speak for the black American experience, a lot of times they don't understand the black American experience or they don't have, they, they have no idea about the traditional black American experience. So you will see them, they sing our music, they sound like us, they they talk like us, they do this and that, but culturally they're very different. And culturally they may not see things as important as we do. You know what I'm saying? So um, it, it is very important for black American people to have an understanding of this when you see people out there do strange things and you're going, why would they do that or something like that? Look at their cultural background sometimes or look at the Hollywood, how much Hollywood controls, okay? So, and that's not to just people in the diaspora because there are some people in the diaspora who are down, who understand, who love black Americans, who, 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 rep for black American people all day. They don't talk about black American people in code and be like, is he from this town? You know, if people hate, I, 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 I'm, this has put me on a whole dissertation towards something else I didn't mean to go into, but it's a lot of black celebrities who will not, who don't want to, uh, black Americans from the diaspora, who not all of them, but some of them, who don't want to acknowledge black American culture because they don't want the difference sticker on them because they want the check, okay? It, black people don't operate that. Black American people don't operate like that. We like your music, we like your music. You <laughs> get who you are, right? But it helps us to get an understanding of you. And do you understand and do you appreciate us as a culture or are we just a paycheck to you? You know what I'm saying? So sometimes we need to ask those questions of people sometimes throughout the diaspora and coming over from Africa, Afrobeats and stuff. Because we've seen a lot of Afrobeats people say a lot of stuff which is problematic too, okay? So we as black people, we have to be, because we get sometimes uh, um, prejudice from our own people from other groups. And not that sometimes we can't show it back, right? But for the most part, most black America, you know, we we be thinking well, all black people are black people. Sometimes we're not seeing people through the lens and the gaze of culture. I had to do that with Maxwell. I really did because I had to – there were some things that he said I thought for a long time were problematic. But I was like, well, you know, I wasn't – I was realizing that, hey, he's from a different background. He's black, but he's he's a black American guy. I mean, he's a black uh, American guy, but he's but his background is Haitian and Puerto Rican. So, he how I don't know how he sees black America, how he grew up, and some of the language that he's used in the past. I was like, yeah, maybe you know what I'm saying. And growing up in New York City, it's a very different thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's so maybe he doesn't see it. As, he doesn't see Sabrina Cardio as that much problematic. Oh, she just said a few things. Well, I see it as extremely problematic, right? 
So maybe his take on race in America is not the same. Most black Americans, some black Americans' take on race is not the same, okay? But I do know that the diaspora, sometimes Caribbean people tend to have a different and a softer view on race. Not all Caribbean people, but the ones that sometimes come here, okay, are um, uh, like Candace Owens, you know. (laughs) I'm not saying he's Candace Owens, but I'm just saying people tend to have, we have different takes and different, different empathy towards what we know and stuff like that. And so to me, you know, you may be just seeing, Black people has an audience, right, where it has, you know, if you, you, I grew up with black people and black fam, black American, traditional, a black traditional American family, even though we we mixed up because our families, you know, because of slavery. But we still, we I understand the traditions of black America, and I understand that black America is a real culture, right? So I said, I, I started to read, Rethink how that I see that, okay, and how he may see that as a race, and so you know, in America, and really maybe give him a little bit of a slide, a little bit with the Sabrina Cardio thing, not much, because to me, you should understand your audience that you speak to. <laughs> but I digress, okay. But I just wanted to say that because I saw the Alicia Keys post, I wanted to get that little news out the way because I was like, she ain't gonna say nothing bad. She ain't trust me, just trust me, okay. Alicia Keys. I ain't got nothing to say about anti uh, 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 pro Palestinian. That's my personal opinion. Okay. All right. We ain't gonna talk about Jada. I'm saving Jada for last. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, what else I want to talk to y'all about? Uh, okay. Do I got the other? Are we gonna talk about? Let's talk about Haley. Child, looks like Haley Bailey is pregnant. Oh, Jesus. And see, I didn't know half the news out there. I didn't know that this boy, it's so much, I haven't heard so much bad stuff the last couple days. But it says, let me say this from Boston. It says, fans think these new pictures of Haley Bailey finally prove the singer is pregnant. Uh, this is from Bossup.com. It says, Haley Bailey pregnancy rumors are heating up once again after the singer's most recent outing with her boyfriend, DDG. In new photos um, uh, by the shade room, the Little Mermaid star can be seen taking a stroll with her boyfriend in an oversized gray hoodie, okay? The singer has, and she looks like her spelly looks big, okay, like a pregnant woman, okay? And she's 20, like 22 or 23, yeah, you know, okay, come on. The singer has been wearing oversized outfits during her public appearance for months now, but this time around there seems to be much more apparent bump under her sweater than ever before, further fueling these long-standing pregnancy rumors. Uh, you know what? And listen, I believe she's pregnant because it doesn't, I don't think it does you any good to be carrying out pregnancy, these rumors. I would immediately be stopping them, you know. <laughs> I, it just, I'm just going to believe the girl's pregnant at this point, okay. Now, congratulations to her and DDG because, you know what, babies are a blessing, but babies are also mean, meaning they ain't easy. And it's about to bring some focus, and the real shit's about to come down in your life, okay? All right? I congratulate people because babies, babies, are, babies to me are not an accident. Babies happen to either bring focus in your life, are you either gonna just be a, just a downtrodden person? You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, it's hopefully it's because you've done, you've done too much, 
and now another human being is here to get you out yourself and to see the world and how important purpose is and all that kind of stuff. But a lot of people don't get that. Most people have their babies and tend to still not get it, okay? Now, this is the same thing, because i got to say what i got to say, that made a song about this girl talking about sabotaging her. I mean, and you go and get pregnant. He allegedly made a song called Famous about Haley Bailey. This is from stylecaster.com. DDG's famous lyrics are putting him in hot water with Haley Bailey's fans. On July 14, 2023, the rapper released a song Famous, which references a relationship with the celebrity. Many people took to social media to criticize the artist's decision to release a song, which may be about Haley's rise to fame with the Little Mermaid live action film. The two were linked when they were seen together at Usher concert. Okay. Uh, I've been a fan of his for years. Okay, let me see. Initially, she lost contact with him, but all roads lead back to love. I completely forgot about him, Haley said. Okay. And then they had a red carpet debut. Okay. The couple's embroiled in a couple of cheating scandals that were proven false by the couple themselves. Okay, probably uh, right. Uh, all these girls the same. Ain't no way he wrote in a now-deleted tweet. Fans even um, fans and even Haley's older sister, Ski, theorized that the tweet could have been directed towards cheating, but the rapper clarified, nobody cheats on nobody, by the way. Don't take tweets too serious. After the rumors emerged, British Vogue said that she settled the problems with her boyfriend, experienced deep love for the first time in my life. I feel it's open, a whole new world for creativity. Okay, so what exactly are DDG's famous lyrics about? Um uh, he raps, filming a movie, now you kissing dudes, you know I love you a lot. I don't give a fuck if that's for pro- that shit's for promo. I don't want to see this shit no more. It seemingly refers to Haley Stormroll and the Little Mermaid has Ariel and the friendship she has with her on-screen love interest, Jonna Har King. Okay. The rapper also addressed some red carpet appearance between the chorus store. Why is y'all holding hands in the photo? You know I'm insecure. That's a no-no. Oh, Lord. It also seems like he's still jealous of what she's doing, even though she's obviously acting. When you leave the set, do you you still text the uh, each other's phone just because they filming it? It don't mean it ain't wrong. <sighs> they say he uh, uh, he says fall in love. I hate that shit, knocking me off my grind. I can't fuck with relationships. I ain't even got enough time in a day for me to chase a bitch. I don't even ask for much. I ask you to do the basic shit. Hardest thing I did was fall in love with a famous bitch. <sighs> Jesus. How are we going to go get to the top? Filming a movie? Okay, it says, uh, all these niggas in your DM trying to tell you they proud, but them motherfuckers don't even know you, so I want to know how. But I know that's just a part of the game. Oh, my God, this is terrible. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Listen, come close, girls. Come close. First off, I'm going to go for Haley, okay? 
you is stupid as fuck if you got pregnant by this this one right here, okay? But listen, hey, this is what your life lesson got to be, okay? Okay? He was clearly out to sabotage you. When men tell you they're insecure and you can't, you 22 years old or 23 years old and you can't work, you trying to work and make a living for yourself, okay? You trying to build coins for yourself. You ain't even married to this fool. But yet, and people say also he like the he says he's still into the ex girlfriend, right? Who's a, another YouTuber or something, Ruby Rose or something. Child, it's the worst. So she, listen, little girl, okay, little girl, you about to have a baby. Now, ain't too many Sierras in the world. No, ain't too many Sierras in the world. First of all, Sierra was with Future. Future, Future is an established rapper out in these streets, okay? An established rapper with some money. Now, he wasn't the smartest idea because he had four baby mamas at the time. Now, it's probably even more, okay? But it ain't too many Sierras out here in the world who able to rebound back with a Russell Wilson. Ain't too many men out here wanting to take on you, if you got a crazy, insecure baby daddy, where your options was open for all kind of men who had it going on, instead, your little young ass decide who, after playing the Disney princess and people all over the world trying to go to bat for your little ass. You decide you're going to pay up the black American female stereotype and get pregnant. An unwed baby mama. Oh, this is I just unbelievable. Allegedly, if you are pregnant. Allegedly. You are not smart. Okay? But hopefully this baby going to bring some common sense to your little ass. Okay? Oh, no. It's going to bring some common sense. All right, because, see, you think, I know what you little wealthy girls think. You think, oh, I got more money, and I, it'll be able, I'll be able to take care of, you better hope you still be able to get jobs. Because that's going to knock you, you realize the baby's going to knock you out for several months from working. And I doubt if Disney going to want to deal with your ass anymore. I'm already hearing rumors that Disney even canceled something that she was supposed to have because she's pregnant. Okay, so you fucking with people's money. Young ladies, you have a window. Not just to be a mama and have children. That's not what I'm talking about. There's a window for that, too, but... You have a window to do great things with your life. Timing, timing is everything. Take life seriously. Sometimes you get too much too soon. I think that's what happened to Haley Baker. Too much too soon. But you 
You have an opportunity to not. Babies aren't the end of the world, no, but they make life a lot fucking harder. I just had this discussion with one of my friend's daughters. My friend asked me to talk to her. I said, so we out here in these streets doing what the fuck we want to do, right? I had to talk to her like a chick, a grown woman. She's like, I said, but let me tell you something. I said, what's going to happen? Where are you going to live? I got to ask you a question. Where do you think you're getting ready to live if you pregnant? You know what she said? With my mom and daddy, I said, your nigga can't take care of you? This is what I said. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Excuse me for my people who listen to me, okay? That's exactly what I said to Well, uh-uh. No, wait a minute. Uh, not yet. He about to be this. He about to be that. I said, he about to be. I said, so you fucking around somebody without a condom? Not only is you risking your life, little girl, but you risking your future. There's no guarantee you're going to live with your mama and your daddy. Ain't too many grandmas like my grandma in the world, okay? My granny, I tell my mom, my granny was a G, okay? <laughs> That's a, ain't too many people like my grandma going to take a child, a full child, and raise that child on us. I said to her, you need to feel some consequences. I told her, Mama, take her down to the WIC people. Show her what she was WIC. She didn't know what WIC was. I said, oh, you about to, what you about to be on? And the food stamp. See, enough of you parents won't give them truth, won't let them have consequences. It's consequences to this shit. No, it's some consequences. Go down to WIC. This is what you're going to Ain't going to be no school. It's going to be WIC. At least not no school night right away. It's going to be welfare office. I see it. I'm, well, I'm telling y'all because I grew up seeing it. I grew up with friends who had, you know, I had a friend who had her baby daddy by the time she was, she had a baby when she was 16 years old. I remember going up to my, I remember, <laughs> I remember my friend coming over, telling me she was pregnant. Her family had kicked her out the house. And she said, can we stay? Can I stay with you all night? I remember having going down to my grandma. My grandma. Downstairs, I love my granny. Y'all know I love telling the stories about my granny. My grandma downstairs, she's watching this. She's looking at me. I said, Grandma? She said, mm-hmm. I say, uh, such and such want to know if she can spend the night. And tell her parents. I say, she got kicked out. Why she get kicked out? <laughs> All right, so I'm right, so, like, right. I said, is she, you know, mm. my granny looks at me. Because my just a few years ago, this person's parent had went around and said some things about me that was not true, right, you know, very good. My grandma said, let her tell her she can stay up one night. But what I tell you? I told you, ain't going to be easy. It's not easy for young women when they get out here. She ain't even at home. I call her mom and then let her know where she at. My grandma did that. Started a life for her that was not easy. It's not easy. 
It was weak. It was Section 8. Motherfucker. Don't just fuck. See, but Haley Berry's punk, Haley Bailey's punk ass ain't got the world for her. She ain't got to get no wick in Section 8 because they gave her a nice little check, hopefully. Hopefully she don't fall so far that she'll ever have to get weak in Section 8. Hopefully she'll be able to bounce back, but it's just going to be harder because by the time she gets, see, in Hollywood it's a different story. By the time this little heifer get the baby settled and get her shit settled and stuff, it's going to be new breeds out here, new girls out here, new pop singers out here. Her sister already doing a solo damn tour, okay? So it's probably going to be a while before y'all do a Haley and Cl- uh, album. There's going to be some consequences for her little ass, too, okay? But what I want to tell you girls who don't got the Haley money, the Hollywood money and stuff like that, that it is consequence. It's real-life fucking consequences to having children too young and out of timing. Value your time. That life, listen, life is long when you make wrong decisions, but life is also short. I learned that child this week. I look, listen here. I can't wait to tell y'all my what I learned the last couple of weeks about life. Heading towards 51 and still learning about life. Life still got shit to teach you. But this, yes, is disappointing. And all these women out here talking about, well, that's all right, congratulations. No, they're lying to you, okay? They don't really want you to know. I said congratulations because babies are a beautiful thing, and it'll change your life if you let it. I know women who have let children change their lives and got their shit together. They're like, hey, I was out here wild now. I was doing the dumbest stuff. Girl, that baby hit me in the head. Like my friend told her daughter, she said, when I, it, she said, talked about how she was in a bad relationship. She was running around the dudes treating her like shit. And she said when she got pregnant and she found herself in the in her car seat going over to a chick's house to argue with chick, she said that's when she knew. She said, I'm pregnant. I got a child. I got to stop this dumb stuff. I got to quit chasing this Negro who don't care about me. And he's always showing me It hit her. That baby, that baby was the callous that made her change her life, got her shit together. She said, oh, I can't do this no more. Okay. I'm about to be, I'm about to be a, another, he gonna, I'm, I need to get out of this before he give me another one and sabotage my life. There's men out there who will sabotage your life. Okay. There are familiar spirits of males who will sabotage your life. And one of the ways they'll sabotage you is by getting you pregnant at a time. And being a mommy ain't no joke. And being a single mom really ain't no joke. Now I wish her luck, okay? A lot of these female celebrities are showing y'all some dumb stuff. You got time. You got to win. God is giving you gifts, talents, all these things. And you got time. You got to use them. And you got to respect the energy of the time. 
But you rather get pregnant by a Negro that's on wax saying, I'm insecure. I don't like you acting. What you think he was going to do, girl? What you think he was going to do, little dumb girl? That's what I'm saying. That's why I call her. Little dumb girl, what you think he was going to do? Going to get you pregnant. So now that you're pregnant, you better start looking at him real closely. Now that you're about to bring a seed in the world, oh, yeah, and genetics is a motherfucker, too. God forgive me for doing all this. I'm trying not to tell you. I know I'll be trying to stop. Listen, I got to tell y'all the truth. Genetics is an MS. My girlfriend say it all the time. Oh, that the, the sins of the father can be passed down, okay? Okay, little girl. So you ain't just got to think about, is did I just got pregnant with this thing? You got to think about what his family like. You know how much like my daddy's family I am like? <laughs> my mama tell me outside. Okay. That can be good and it can be bad. Okay. Little girls, little dumb girls out here just getting pregnant. Because I love you. I love you. I love you. Y'all made mistakes too. We did. That's why we trying to tell you little dumb asses. And we done seen people make mistakes. We're trying to stop you from poverty, stop you from the welfare office, stop you from being a wife, stop you from getting good potential men out here that could be worthy of your time, worthy of having that kid by. Oh, my God. (laughs) This heifer wouldn't have a baby. It's allegedly might be pregnant by somebody who's on wax talking about he was insecure. He didn't like her career. She a famous bitch. Oh, who the fuck does that? She needs somebody to cut her ass down. Yes, I'm talking about your sister, Chloe. You ain't going to do nothing about it. Chloe, too. Chloe, Chloe, you should be mad. Okay? Don't talk about my sister. She's the one who said before, don't talk about keep me. I'll keep my sister's name out. So I'm like, I see you ain't pregnant. Little hot to top. Hot try, she ain't pregnant. Listen, listen, little girl Haley, everybody will sabotage all your shit, okay? Even your sister. She might do it, she might do it by just expressing. I used to, listen, just, let me say something, okay? I had a friend when I was growing up. She had 10, it was, they, they, it was a, a family, a huge family. And one of my friends, she was the be- most beautiful sweetest spirits I have ever met in my life. She has had a recovery. Her life has much changed now. But her sisters, they were older than me, a lot older than me, but her sisters were getting pregnant. And I remember one day she feeling so sad. I remember she was just, she was smart, brilliant. You could, she was a smart one. You could tell in the family she had the hand on her. You know what I'm saying? And I could see she was just weakening, like it was little things she said. I was a young little girl. I was probably about 11, 10, maybe 9, 10, maybe 11, 10 or 11. I grew up with this family, right? And she said something about that, and I could tell it hit her. She ended up pregnant. It took her life in places. And it wasn't... It was because the other sisters, everybody was going around here. She felt left out. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, you, you get what I'm saying? She felt left out of the stuff. And, and probably unbeknownst to those sisters, 
maybe there was a little sabotaging going on because she was the last one. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes, listen, Chloe, Chloe's career ain't been that, ain't been shit. You know, like if they people expected it to be. And uh, Haley was looking like she was on the thing up. Well, now not so much. <laughs> that puts if if she's pregnant, if she's pregnant. That puts Chloe back in the top running, right? Well, I'm not saying Chloe's doing that, but I'm saying sometimes you can be doing it on a subtle level. I heard this woman who I listen to on YouTube who's really good. She's, I, she, I always laugh at her. She's funny. She has a YouTube channel. And she was talking about this, about the sisters, sometimes sabotaging sisters. And, oh, let me see. Where is that? Where, is that? where she is? Uh, Javi Beauty TV. Javi Beauty TV. She's really good. Ahovi Beauty TV. I don't know how to say it. But I really like her. I've been listening to her. And uh, she she was going off about this, right? Uh, and it's it, listen. The best thing that you can do is love people, but give them truth, so that they can understand that don't let this happen to you no more. This is serious. Life is serious. Life is so serious, and life is so serious that if you do something out of timing or out of whack, it can set you back years. So I say to you young ladies out there, let Haiti Bailey be a lesson. Okay? First of all, don't get no Negro that's talking about he insecure and he can't he don't like you holding hands with somebody, I don't like you doing this. I don't like you what's he what you doing? You can't do your job. That means he crazy. First, and look at his family background, you young girls. Definitely look at the family background. Okay? So, listen, I'm going to go on a break because my timer's going off. I'm going to go on a break. I'm coming right back, and we'll talk more about this Haley Bailey thing. Just crazy, okay? So, uh, let's listen to Jill Scott's Lovely Day. I'll be back in a second, y'all. All right?
Sun. Still Scott's version of a lovely day. It's the CC show. I am back in these streets. We are talking. We talked about Haley Bailey being allegedly pregnant out of these streets. It looks like she's pregnant. They need to just come on and make the announcement now. I don't know. But listen, let me just say to you young ladies out here, there are people who will claim to love you and will hate it. Um, when you're young, sometimes you don't know that. Listen, there were so many ladies who saved older women when I was coming up who saved me so many things. They saved me time. They saved me energy by speaking into my life, by sometimes talking to me and warning me when something was not right. They warned me. They said, hey, hey, hey. You know what I'm saying? You know. Sometimes we don't understand when we're dealing with people who got familiar spirits and they will, they're there uh, to uh, sabotage, to destroy. Uh, there's a scripture in the Bible that says that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. There are people who will claim to love you but what they will, what you will see in your life is destruction. They'll be coming to kill, steal, and destroy you. And it and it it happens a lot. Young ladies, it starts when you're young. They come after, and it continues your whole life. But your whole life, people, when you're young, people will come to sabotage your youth. And the enemy will send men. You're seeing a boy, you're seeing a girl, uh, your, your thing, you're showing up your thing. <laughs> Listen, I remember I was dating this guy years ago. I mean, I've done had a lot of bad dates, okay? But I was dating this guy in my uh, twins. And one of the things I love to do, you know, when I was in the middle of something Hard or something. I'm a I'm a Venus and Libra, so I like I like relationships, <laughs> right? And so you know, so I was uh, you know I was in between you know I was, I was working real hard. I had a lot of stuff going on. I was trying to plan stuff and everything. And out of the blue comes this guy. I mean, beautiful. Okay, <laughs> everything I liked. Right? It was like you know, it was like. It was like I think it was in the 90s. Was it the 90s or was it early 2000, maybe, 98, 99 or something? It's like the last time, one of the last times I've been in New York. I mean, like before this time when I was in New York for Maxwell, I went to, got a thing for New York. <laughs> New Yorkers. <laughs> New York guys, right? Okay, so um, I met this guy. He was at, and he came to my, I was at my job and I was working this, uh, working this information thing downstairs or whatever. And I worked at Hallmark, this thing for Hallmark. It was small at first. And <laughs> this beautiful guy, I'm talking about, you know, he had an Armani suit. He was there for a conference. I'm just like everything. Yeah. Look good. Pachin. You know, everything. I mean, everything. Okay. Came up. I was like, oh, my goodness. You know, really trying to holler. I was like, okay, you know, well, I'm like, you know, let's see. He's like, yeah, I'm here for a conference. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> right. So I was like, okay, this is this is gonna be really great. He's a really great guy. But there was so we started talking on the phone. And everything we we and he he lived in he's from New York. We lived in Jersey, 
And so I was like, oh, my God, yeah, this is going to be nice, right? You know, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a free spirit, so long-distance relationships wasn't nothing to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so I, you know, I like having my time and my, you know, my energy to flap around or whatever. You know, I'm still like that in minutes, right? So, um, and so uh, this guy, I'm like, oh, my God, you know, I was telling my friends and everything like that. And one of my friends, she was like, mm. I don't know. I was like, yeah, he seems great, blah, 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 blah. So he invites me to, he has a conference, right? And his family's very well to do. His family, his father's like this VP of one of the premier, like, big-time um, alcoholic, uh, I mean, companies. I mean, he came from a well-to-do, nice family, okay? And they, you know, had money, all that stuff, whatever. I was like, oh, shit, I'm impressed, you know? <laughs> like, he's the dude, first of all, he's the first dude to ask me, I remember he asked me, where did I summer? I said, son, we're not son. <laughs> I said, what are you talking about? Right? Because this family had money. So they were like, he's like, oh, yeah. He said, we summer in Martha's Vineyard. I'm like, Martha's Vineyard? Yeah, it's Martha's Vineyard. He's the first person that made me see that black people lived in Martha's Vineyard, that there was a whole history of black people in Martha's Vineyard. I was like, whoa. <laughs> right? And so, um, but. So so I'm like, you know, he's a young, I'm a young girl, so we're dating. He's a little older than me, maybe about three or four years. He worked for a very major. He was a marketing person for this. Really great. Seemed really great. I was getting red flags. Red flags. First of all, I was really starting to get into certain things in my church. It was certain things happening. Listen, I was just, listen, whenever I get that way, it was, it was, I was somebody always coming along. Okay. <laughs> And so this guy was like, oh, yeah, you know. So we start talking more, and we start uh, – he, he wanted me to come to his conference there in Chicago, pay my way, everything. I mean, really – I mean, great guy. Okay, seemingly great, but there was still some red flags. Even when I went to um, the side of his – and no pressure, you know what I'm saying, about sexual – you know what I'm saying? Just a, he, he came off as really great, okay? Wanted us to start a relationship. Started talking about let's get serious about this, you know. Let's introduce each other to our families. I'll come to KC and visit you, and you know, I can visit you with your family. But I'd like for you to come when you're in NY, you know, come see me, meet my family, all this stuff, right? So he's having this party, get together with all his friends, and I'm coming down there, right? He went to a school, a specific school, black college, big time, okay. And so he had this friend. He was in, and he had already graduated, but his, you know, his. I think he had a little brother. His little brother was fine. That's why I said Winston. <laughs> anyway, but he had the. Uh, he he had this this whole get up. Like when I came, me and my girlfriends drove. To, we went to New. York, we we was in D.C. because one of my girlfriends lived in D.C. So I came to visit her, and so we drove to D.C. from D.C. to New York, and we stayed with my girlfriend who lived in New York, and we went to drove to New Jersey to to his party. Okay. And there was red flags coming everywhere. I seen red flags, okay. And see, he came in everything I liked, but I started realizing, like, oh, something ain't right. You know what I'm saying? I was knowing little stuff, especially because he was always back in my spiritual house, right? So I get to this party, and so, like, everybody, they're downstairs. They have a whole rigmarole, and I noticed that people kept trying to distract me and my two girlfriends from downstairs. Like, they was, people, it was guys coming up talking to us and stuff. And 
I, and so I was talking. I went to this, this guy. He was showing me. He said, "Hey, have you, you him and his other friend said, have y'all seen this or what? Like the wall, the family wall, whatever, like that. Because they had a beautiful home. It was gorgeous, you know, whatever. So I know when I'm being distracted, child. So I heard. So I was. So I. So my girlfriend, one of my girlfriends, had made her way downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> finally got away from everybody. So me and my other girlfriend, we in. The dude was talking to us about the stuff on the wall, the different accomplishments and everything about him and everything. And he, meanwhile, he's like, I'm going down to get y'all drinks and everything. You know, it's crowded down here. It's crowded up here. It's crowded everywhere in the house, right? So the dude goes, so meanwhile, the dude's coming up, the dude I'm dating coming up. And his little brother and him are in the still hallway. He doesn't know that I'm still I'm still there staring at pics. And my girlfriend comes up. My girlfriend's like, oh, no, we about to leave. Or whatever. I didn't even get to hear what she said. Because I go, shh. Because I hear him and his little brother in this hallway. And his, his little brother saying to him, that girl is gorgeous. How, man, you can't do that girl like that. That girl, we're man. That, like, yo, like, you ain't going to treat that. You can't. He he just hyping me up, right? He's like he's like, yo, man, I know. Let me handle this, right? So I knew immediately. There's another bitch here, <laughs> right? I knew I knew immediately because of the way his brother was talking. So his brother comes out, doesn't realize that I just heard everything, and he's like, "What's up, sis?" And you know he he walking me around, showing me they house and everything. We go out to let me some wild party happening, and these people having sex in the pool. Okay, it was wild. It was wild. They had like a mansion. Okay. So I'm like, mm-hmm, I'm already heard. And my girlfriend, she done already been down since she done seen She's like, I need to talk to you. Uh-uh, come here, come here. And my other friend's like, we're trying to see something else. You know, my girl, other girlfriend tried to go around the house. So my other girlfriend has already known what was going on. So I'm like, uh-uh, they, uh-uh, we, you got to hurt. We got to hurt, or something like that. And so my, so when I come back finally to the other room, my girlfriend's there talking about, uh-uh, it's because we're leaving. And I said, why? She said, this month, blah, 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 blah. I got it. And see, your friends back in your 20s in the day, your friends will be harder than your, you don't want to see your friends will go hard for you. <laughs> your friends. <laughs> and I had some rowdy friends. She's like, this this, 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 this got another seat down in here. He talking to Oh, F that. You ain't got to look stupid. We drove up here, blah, 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 blah. So my friend getting loud, right? She's like, come out. You better come out, right? right. So I'm like, whoa, chill. Because I'm more still with a put. Cause I'm reserved, but these two friends I got, they like, yeah, what? No. Uh-uh. So <laughs> I go to down to the stairs, and brother's like, oh no. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, so this is how we do. And he and he was like, wait, he said, whoa, whoa, whoa. So he comes up and he's trying to, he's arguing my friend, my friend. So I'm like, fuck you, you know, my friends is all right. And so, you know, I so I'm like, listen, deal with your stuff. I'm out or whatever. The girl comes up, comes out and stuff like that. She's like, I want to go home or whatever. And he's looking at me like, you, you, you need to stay here. You need to stay here. I got you and your friends stay here. You, you staying all night here. I'm just gonna take her where she need to go. I'm like. The girl's crying, and she's embarrassed, like, oh, my God. Like, you know, like, you didn't tell me you had something. And he's like, I like, you stay here. Like, are you with me to stay here? I'm like, are you serious? You think I'm about to stay with you? But it, it needed to happen like that. I needed to see. Immediately I saw 
this dude was not it. And you know what? He appealed to every sense, but there were certain little red flags that were showing me along the way. Like, he didn't appreciate my spirituality. He thought, he's too over the top spiritually. You, uh, he, he, he always was trying to knock it down. He even told me he was really insecure. There was a lot of things, you know, I was seeing. I was like, damn, you know, he told me kind of so much. I'm kind of intimidated. You, you got money. Why are you intimidating me? You know, so you got more money than me. You know, but, but it was certain little things that I saw that were going to be a problem early on. But if I would have gotten gotten into that relationship, moved into, let's say I moved to New York and New Jersey, and, and his ass would have got me knocked up or something. Listen, disaster, okay? 20 years of my life. <laughs> 10 years off. That's what I'm trying to tell you, girls. Sometimes things come in great packages, but they be lies. Now, BBG ain't even coming in no great package. Okay? No offense to BBG. You wrote a terrible song about this girl. This girl's getting straight up information from you. She ain't getting no secret information. She ain't got to watch you. You done already told her. Ladies, get smart. Know when somebody is there to sabotage your life. And at the time, that dude was there to sabotage me because it was distracting me. It got me all off course with him. I was doing stuff, and I was completely off course, okay, because I was trying to um, survive. You know, I had had a lot of things that happened at that time, and I was like, yo, I'm just trying to make it through my mental energy, you know what I'm saying, as a young woman. and a lot of times, sometimes I would keep things to myself, and I didn't really know how to that. I didn't really understand this person was there to throw me off track, and he did. And it took a year or two off my time because I was trying to, um, instead of just trying to go through the hard stuff or the hard time or get different tools or survival tools, I was picking up the relationship tool because it's easy to escape with your relationship tool. You know what I'm saying? And trying to survive a, a, a part of 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 a, of a part of my life that I needed to walk through that was tough. But I was trying to get something to go through it with me. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, say for instance, you know, some people say, you know, uh, they might need to smoke a joint, you know, because they like I just need to get through. I was using, that's how I was back in, in your 20s, you'll use relationships. You know what I'm saying? You'll use relationships to get you through something. Or that's how sometimes a lot of you young ladies, there's a, a, a quote I put up today. Let me put, let me put it up here. Um, tell you what, what I uh, Let's see here. I got to switch it. Hold on, y'all. We'll get to the point. But there was a quote I put up today on my Facebook. I love it. It says, pay attention to your patterns. The way you learn to survive may not be the way you want to continue to live. Heal and shift. Thelma Bryant Davis, okay? And she says, pay attention to the patterns. So sometimes we build patterns or we use things in our lives to help us through difficulty. You know what I'm saying? We use uh, things to help us. Uh, we've used certain things, tools that we, that helped us to help us survive, but 
it may help you survive for a moment. Like you may have had a really great relationship when you was young, and maybe it helped you get through some dark times, right? And then you start thinking, well, relationships, you know, they help me get through darkness. I, I mean, you know, they, uh, you know, I can, uh, I can distract myself when I'm going through a hard time with a relationship. So maybe a pattern that at one time worked in your life, you keep using that tool to work throughout your life, you know, and it doesn't work. Sometimes it begins to act as a, you know, a something to sabotage you, whether it's sometimes people have, and it's different habits people have this for, eating, um, drinking, partying, a lot of things, patterns that we learn that are not so good for us were ways that we use tools to survive our, our everyday lives. And sometimes we have to find new tools. Okay, and some of y'all use men like that, and boyfriends, and some of y'all use girlfriends, but I ain't talking to the fellas today, I'm talking to the, the chicks. You use men to, uh, uh, to, sat, to, you, you, to comfort you through the, tough tri- through the tough trials of womanhood. So, like, Haley Bailey at this time, Maybe in her life, I don't know, maybe she's not in order to deal with a dude like that. I'm wondering if she's feeling there's some, like, low self-esteem, not feeling protected, feeling scared, and this guy gives her something that helps her survive through it. But the meantime, that meantime, that exchange is going to cost you. You get what I'm saying? It's going to cost you, and it could cost you your future. It could sabotage where you're going. So you got to always think, what is the price for something? Always ask yourself, relationships, anything you're going through, if the price is too high, if it's going to cost you. And it's older women. We have to do this sometimes. Well, dang ourselves, it's older women. if, If the price is too high for something, someone, where it costs you your peace, where it costs you your peace of mind, where, um, where there's no clarity and there is no chance of clarity, then that is something that you do not need. And you need to heal and shift your life to better things that will help you, um, that will help you to, uh, to, to gain new patterns that are helpful and healthy and whole, okay? Um, and that will happen so much, young lady. Sometimes you'll come to points in your lives where God will say, I need you to, um, to heal, and I need you to do this alone. Sometimes it will not be easy. And you will go get something to try to, you know, help it be easier. But it won't, it'll just create more of a mess. Trust me, okay? I know, okay? I'll be still fighting battles, okay? So I just wanted to say this because I saw this with Haley Bailey, and it's sad, if so. But it's a blessing for her. Hopefully, if she, she lets this baby do what it needs to do, which is bring some clarity into her life about what is a healthy pattern and what is not a healthy pattern. Because being a mama to somebody, 
changes your whole life, okay? Whether you rich, poor, whatever, okay? All right, so I want to talk about Jada Pinkett today. Speak. Jada is a great term for this, okay? Jada is such a great term because I have, listen, let me just say this about Jada Pinkett, okay? I know she's telling a lot. <laughs> and I was like, what, Virgo, do you, are you sure you want to write this right now, right? <sighs> but talk about paying the price. Talk about paying the price of not going through the, that tough thing. Even Jada. So much has been said about Jada in the last few weeks, but I look at Jada as um I say she's one of the most beautiful souls I've seen in Hollywood, meaning in terms of she understands. I'm not saying Jada's perfect, but I'm saying Jada understands that she's here. her story is here to be a lesson for you. She's trying to help some of y'all, okay, to not do what she's done. And I think a lot of people aren't getting it. They're saying, don't marry you with Jada and all this stuff like this, but I was listening to a young lady who has a very good take on Jada Pinkett. And I was like, oh, my God, this is listen, lady. I, I couldn't have said it better than my dang old self. But um, let me see, where's her? I can pull it up. Um, let's figure out where it's at. Okay. Yes, she she has a thing called the mishandling of Jada Pinkett Smith, okay? It is so good. I encourage people to go listen to it. It is a great take. It's not, she's not claiming to have all the truth, but it's just a great understanding to me of the whole thing. Her name is Blue Centric, okay? Really good, okay? And she even says, I used to roll my eyes whenever a new Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith story hit my timeline. But after doing some digging into their full stories as individuals and as a union, I began to realize that we all may owe Jada an apology, myself included. Okay, so I want you to hear just a little bit of her, but then y'all go to her page and check her out. But hold on. Get a big old check around their birthday. Um, I went to Vegas, okay? I took that big old bag and I took my ass to Vegas. And while I was in Vegas, through a series of events that I won't get into, I ended up hanging out with Trey, which is uh, Will Smith's first son. And then I ended up hanging out with his mom, Sheree Zampino. And I actually spent the entire summer of 2020 hanging out with her and her friend group. So I'm saying that to be transparent so that anyone who's been following me for several years who's seen maybe pictures of uh, me uh, hanging out with Sheree. Although I don't think this is Sheree. I don't think I actually posted a lot of, um, right? So I need you guys to understand that Will has been repeating the we could not take her, our eyes off of her, right? Who's this petite powerhouse with this gorgeous face and this fire in her belly? So somebody, somebody shocked that Will Smith was in love with Jada. Now, somebody said, I read his book. Yes, if you read Will's book, read um, excerpts of Jada's book that have been released and have been keeping up with Red Table Talk, 
and Oprah and Us Weekly and People Magazine, a lot of the things that I'm saying to you, I'm going to put them in chronological order with the emotionally intelligent critique, and you're going to recognize that you already know most of this. And Will is getting dumped by his wife. And on Valentine's Day, Jada, best friend, Tupac Shakur, is being sent to Rikers Island on sexual assault charges. So the man that Jada Pinkett Smith would later call her soulmate is being sent to jail, to Rikers, for a month before he got sent to the Clinton Correctional Facility, which is high security, right? So she's spending Valentine's Day crying because her best friend is being sent to jail. And Will is spending Valentine's Day crying because his wife just dumped him even though they have a son. That is what created the opportunity for what we find ourselves now. Okay, you guys, I'm I'm really saying go listen to her full um, her full critique on Will and Jada Blue Centric on YouTube. I loved it. I thought it was very good. Um, I thought what she said was pretty powerful, and uh, I agree. Uh, we and I've talked about it on this show a little bit. I talked about how Jada, I, listen, I get why men in love with Jada. Shit, I get it. From the moment I saw Jada on Different World, I was like, who is this little girl? Like, to me, right, she was like, you know, she hood, she has hood bravado, but yet she can be classy. Like, it's just, it's like, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, she like the homegirl, you know what I'm saying? So I get why men like Jada. I get it. And anybody who's in denial of that, y'all crazy, okay? Jada got pure fire, okay? Beautiful eyes, uh, 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 just the energy about her that is very, um, it's very fire-like, right? And so, um, man, she talks, this lady talks about her being in love with, about the, the Tupac situation. Now, I never thought, I agree, I understood why Jada never got with Tupac, okay? I, who's a girl who grew up in the hood, who had guys for best friends most of my life, guys who grew up some of them thuggies, some of <laughs> all that stuff. I, I was a homegirl in the neighborhood. All the guys would come over, even the thugs would come over, hang out, talk to and stuff like that or whatever. One of my best best friends in the whole world who I've been best friends since I was in the first grade with, right? Love this guy, okay? He was funny. He was talented. He was smart, everything. But he had, you know, he was hood, right? And he was killed when we were like 17, 18 years old, right? My heart, okay? Uh, not, I didn't have no, we had no, we, we were strictly platonic. Matter of fact, he's like one of my best friends, but he is always at my house. The day he got killed, he's at my house, right? And so it was, it was, it was uh, I understand when Jada, I get it. I'm like, damn, I get the relationship with Tupac, okay? Even though I think that Jada, there was some part of her that loved Pac, like loved him like was romantic, but she understood this is not, that's not going to be. Okay, that Jim and I wasn't going to settle. She understood that. She didn't know that Virgo. See, Jim and I, and y'all keep out here talking about Jada's lying on Tupac. No, she not. This is the dude who said he give Jada a, a, a kidney. Uh, 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 he said, I give her a heart, anything she wants. <laughs> on several occasions, in several interviews. This is a dude who was writing her poetry. 
okay? That man, she ain't lying on, okay? Okay, and Gemini's when they in jail probably will be asking everybody to marry them, okay? She, she just said that. She said, I knew I wasn't going to be marrying because he wanted me to be a ride or die. And he, when he came out, he was going to act a fool and probably just divorce. So Jada saved that friendship, okay, because she loved Pac. And she saved that friendship because she knew he was going to be about to mess it up with some relationship stuff. And he know he ain't loyal. <laughs> you know he was a Gemini. <laughs> and see, her being a Virgo, Mercury, Virgo is the more calm side of Mercury. <laughs> so I think Jay, and I think Pac loved her too, straight up, okay? And I believe Jada when she said they were soulmates. And a lot of y'all was like getting all mad, time like, oh, she's disrespecting Will. Listen. <sighs> soulmates can be friends, family members, lovers. You have several of them in a lifetime. I have a girlfriend right now. I always say she's probably one of my soulmates. Me and her are just like so close. We are strictly, we ain't, we ain't gay. We strictly platonic, right? You know what I'm saying? But I just, we have a closeness to each other. I have, uh, 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 my grandma feels like my soulmate. <laughs> my grandparents too, my papa too. My great-grandfather, I felt, was my soulmate, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Because I felt such connection to these people. Or, uh, and there are people that have been in my life that I have felt were soulmates. Okay, so when Jada says Tupac was her soulmate, that means I have such a deep affinity for this person, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, twin flames are different, Okay. I want to explain to y'all difference because y'all a lot of times y'all don't know what the difference is. When you have a twin flame, it's a lot of what people think are soulmates nowadays, okay? Um, soulmates can be husbands, too. You can have husbands that are soulmates, okay? Uh, not all your husbands are twin flames, okay? Twin flames are people that you meet one person in this earth that you meet, and it is like something that you can never describe, I, you know, describe or never or people – People say it's so such a powerful connection that it never breaks. That you can feel it. People can feel each other no matter what. You can have met your senior twin flame once, and they change your whole psychological life because they're the other half of you, or there's a person out there that carries another piece of your soul or heart or shares your heart with you or something like that. That is a twin flame, very different from a soulmate, okay? So that's why Jada says, He's one of her soulmates, okay? If he believes in that type of thing, okay? Uh, I believe Will is too, but in a very different way. Um, I think Jada is the picture of somebody who did it right. You know what I'm saying? Has a young woman, but also had a lot of pain in her background, a lot of things that she grew up with that were hard to sometimes overcome. And Jada was a person who had created patterns to survive, including getting married to Will Smith, okay? Will, Jada, when she, this, this young lady beautifully described, was 19 years old, 
Will had just, I think she had had a conversation with Will a couple of weeks before. Will was still married. Will realized he was in love with Jada Pinkett Smith. Okay. But he, Will is a dude that values marriage. Okay. Values marriage so much, he said he was not going to get a divorce from his first wife, even though he knew he was in love with Jada. Okay? He knew. He knew. His ass knew he was in love with Jada. Okay. He went to go meet Jada. And end up meeting uh, Sam Pino, the, the, his his first wife. But he was there to meet Jada. But end up meeting this girl, end up going with this girl and marrying her. So Will was uh, he always was after Jada. Will was Will loved him for Jada. Okay. <laughs> and I say I can I can tell on Red Table Talk. People were talking about Will. I said, listen, you better look at that man. That man, the way he, when she bat them brown eyes at him, you can see him just like, dang, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> like, he ain't got no defense for it. He ain't got no, that's why he writing books. <laughs> he can't fuck with that girl. He don't know what to do with it. <laughs> right? Okay, so, and she's so, she's so beautifully magical and spiritual. Yes, she, and she does, she uses that sometimes to, 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 to manipulate. She knows. She, I'm pretty sure she'll say that. Uh, but, um. You tell that man loves her, okay? So he went, so he loved Jada and knew, but he still was, he values marriage, okay? And so he like, hey, I ain't getting out this marriage. He said he went into the bathroom, if you heard the story on Red Table Talk, says he broke down crying while he was out dinner with his wife. Comes out the bathroom, sits there. The wife says, I want a divorce. Not because of Jada. She don't know nothing about Jada, okay? She just said she over it. She ain't really into it no more, Will. She really, she basically telling Will she don't love him no more. Okay? Will, like, whoa. Like, Will wasn't going to let her leave. If you hear, remember the story, and the woman says, you going to help me, hold me, hold me, hold me down. If you know I don't love you, you still going to make me, because Will values marriage. Will goes out. Kyle Jada up on the phone and says, are you with anybody? Jada has just found out Pac is going to Rikers. Pac is going to jail, probably for a long time. So she thinks. And she decides all this pain she's dealing with, she's in the midst of moving to Baltimore to find herself as a woman, has to ask her, here come we. Nice ass Will Smith, okay? Familiar spirits. Oh, they can even be nice guys. Okay. Comes and says, Hey, you you with me now. This is a chance for Jada to escape all the shit, all the pain. I'm dealing with a lot of pain. I'm dealing with that pain. I don't I'm confused about Tupac. I'm confused. I'm confused. But here is this dude that that every that that is the man. I know he going places. And I'd be a fool to not date him, to not give him a chance. Instead of saying, well, you know, I'm working on myself. Can we kind of slow it down and everything? We, hey, we as women, sometimes we like, yo, like, yo, this is Will Smith, girl. You better go on out there. And Will was right starting to come on the come up, Right? So Jada goes with it, okay? And Tupac ends up getting out. 
Now, Jada, I already know the situation. She is not going to mess that. She's not going to mess with that because Jada knows that Gemini ain't. He may love her with everything he got. And I believe Tupac loved that girl. So Tupac was magically crazy about Jada, too. Anybody say he's giving up a heart, a kidney, and writing poetry, and I... <laughs> Gemini can be in love but still run around here in these streets. I'm not saying all y'all, but a lot of y'all. <laughs> Right, so I think that he was like, especially if you got. A stel- I think Pac had a stellium, right? You know, in certain places. So, yeah, she probably knew that it would ruin their friendship because, listen, we love each other, but I, Pac might even been her twin flame though. She might not realize that because she might not realize the difference between twin because she is hurting about that. Listen to me. Um, I remember seeing her one time, and this is true, I have dreams sometimes about people. I told you about my dream about Tyrese. I've had a dream about Jade. I've had a dream about a lot of celebrities sometimes where it tells me something about them or whatever. But this was years ago, years ago, probably uh, like Jada when Jada was young. He was in years, and Jada was talking about Pac on the interview, and she was crying. I remember that night I went to sleep, and I dreamed about her being so hurt. Never, I saw her pregnant and just crying about this man, Tupac. I really did. That's the dream. I, I won't tell all of it, but because some things I just think I won't ever tell. But, you know, because I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm just telling you what my dream, part of what my dream is. I believe that girl loved him and he loved her. But sometimes it just ain't, you know, just because somebody your twin flame don't mean it's going to work out. It don't mean that it's uh, meant to be. Sometimes, you know, there's a lot of people in the twin flame community, if y'all believe in soulmates and twin flames, there's people in the twin flame community who choose not to be with their twin flames, okay, because it triggers them, it does all kind of things, and it's hard to go through the process of ascension and being what people consider ascension and being with twin flames or whatever, if you believe in that, okay? Um a process of ascension alone is difficult. And so Jada probably was like, I, we don't need to go through that. We'll destroy each other, right? You know, and especially with him because he's a playboy, right? So and she know that, even though she know he loves her, right? So I think that uh, that that's a lot for a woman to process too. But Will is a good time, okay? Will is out here. He, he's a good guy. He ain't going to do her wrong. He likes her. He's crazy about her. And he's willing to put whatever playboyism aside because he's like, I can be loyal. I can be, you know, this and that. But I don't think Jada, Jada realized the emotional price she would pay with Leo. And so I think that's why Jada chose Leo. And I think that Jada goes into this relationship and most women wouldn't have turned down a Will Smith, okay? Now, help us, okay? If Will Smith was out here whining and dining, <laughs> and you was broken hearted over your soulmate, <laughs> right? And then your soulmate gets killed less than a year of him being out of jail, okay? Or your twin, you're going to be, you're going to be, you're going to be trying to, Heal and some most people would say some people would move back and say heal, but very few. Okay, most people be trying to escape through that Will Smith shoot. Okay, because like, he 
He giving you, he got dinners and and one of the things he used to say. I remember I read an article on them years ago, and he said that he used to could never impress Jace. It was like he would bring her cars or, or buy her cars. She was like, she would be grateful, but she was like, she could buy her own car. <laughs> Right, but I think that, uh, like, Will was missing some great aspects to her, and she was missing great aspects to Will because she was hurting. But I just believe that a lot of y'all are just not understanding um, the journey of Jada Pink. Um, I uh, think that Jada is being open, and there's a lot of – I encourage people to read the book like I'm doing – so you can read her whole book from her whole perspective. Will says a lot of this stuff in his book. Uh, and even today she admitted, I think she comes out and says, let me look here. Something new came out, which we all, because people have been saying it for years. Jada just tired of y'all. She don't want y'all telling her story, okay? But let me see. Let me say this part. Uh, let me show this. Uh, it just came out. Oh, Where's my TMZ? Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is according to twofab.com. Jada Pinkett Smith says she's had sexual experiences with women, and she addresses gay rumors, okay? Uh, those experiences she writes in her books, I haven't read her book yet all the way, led her to realization about her sexuality. Jada Pinkett Smith is opening up about her sexuality after years of rumors she and her husband, Will Smith, are gay. In her new book, Wordy, the actress addresses the gossip head-on while talking about the sexual freedom she experienced in the early 90s after moving to Los Angeles to start a career. Now, there have always been rumors that I'm gay, that I like women. Maybe that has something to do with the clubs where I hung out, with, out hung out, like catch, like the catch, one of the leading LGBTQ spots in L.A. at the time that had nights for getting up and doing lip sync. And where I myself on several occasions got up on stage and lip sync to all kind of songs she wrote. I killed Madonna's Vogue there one night. The truth is that during those early years of exploitation in Hollywood, I had a few sexual experiences with women, only to realize that when it comes to sex, I love me and she continues. Still, I cherish the beauty of women inside and out, and I have never stopped being infatuated in awe of women of all ages, sizes, and colors, Jada concluded. My belief is that women are the most amazing creatures on the planet, and I hold reverence for women through my friendship. Basically, she said she ain't, she ain't, she ain't with the coochie cat no more, I guess. Is that what she's saying? <laughs> she added that this adventurous season of her life taught her that every week, listen, I'm going to tell y'all the tea. Y'all, y'all remember the tea? I can't tell the key. Oh, school tea. About to stay in a different world. Y'all got to look at that. I ain't going to say nothing. Okay. Allegedly, it was a lot going on on that set of different world. A lot of people being turned out by a specific person. But I ain't going to say. This allegedly, that's what the rumors were up in these streets. Including JP. That's old school tea. Now, y'all going to have to look that up. Somewhere on y'all Google, Google, Google. That's old school tea. About an old head allegedly turning people out. Anyway, back to Jada. According to Pika, this phase of exploration and, and just having fun with men was ultimately short-lived once she realized she only got to admit with, with men 
She only got temporary high from the hookups, okay? Uh, while sitting with today's Hoda Cobb uh, in NBC's NBC uh, primetime last week, the actress reacted more generally to many rumors both she and Will uh, Smith faced during their marriage, including that she or Will are gay, that they are swingers. I would say that none of that's true, Jada 52 said now. She said, I would say. Now, listen to how she answers that, okay? Oh, my God, we're not going to get out of here. I thought I was going to have a short show. <laughs> oh, God, I got oh my goodness. <sighs> okay. <sighs> I got I to talk about this today, so it ain't going to be short, probably. Okay. Jada said, I would say, that doesn't say it's like, that, that doesn't Jada. <laughs> oh, I love you some Jada. Oh, my God, I love you some Jada. <laughs> I would say that none of that is true, Jada 52 said. I definitely can understand where there would be misunderstandings, but none of it is true. I would say, from my regulation, I mean, from my regulation, I mean, her regulation, maybe somebody else who was at a party that was considered in an orgy party, but from what, from me, <laughs> just because other people was running around when he said we was out and having group sex and swinging, switching partners, I would say that that was not it. I'm not saying that's what Jada said. I'm just injecting my own theory here because of the way she answered it. Oh, you so media savvy. <laughs> I would say, so that means if anybody else comes up with an interpretation and says, we was praying that we were Jada's house and, you know, Bill switched up with me and I switched up with Jada. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, was, I can understand how there would be those misunderstandings. <laughs> She know the tea that's out here. That's what I say. They ain't telling it all. But she's telling you just enough to be a lesson. And I can't knock her. But I've heard the tea over the years, Jada, including about a specific Hollywood actress. That Will and Jada allegedly was good friends. She all married and stuff, man. You got grown kids up there. I'm digress. <laughs> but there's all kind of rumors out there. If you heard the that's what she said. I understand how they could be mis- uh, those misunderstandings. So if anybody else write a book and they say, we used to go to orgies at Will and Jada's house, she said, well, to my recollection, there was an orgy. Just because we threw a party and everybody switched up with each other, we didn't, have, we didn't call it a swinger party. We just had a party. Listen, shout out to Jada Pinkett Smith Jada, 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 Jada You were told just enough I'm listening to your book I feel as a woman We are allowed to make mistakes We are allowed to change our minds We are allowed to not be sure We are allowed to Sometimes be confused as hell we are allowed to sometimes be recovering from sin and still sinning. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
Because y'all think women are supposed to be Stepford wives. Jada disturbs y'all because Jada is telling the truth about being a woman. Not every woman, but a lot of women. A lot of women sitting up right now who are secretly Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. I love you, Jada. Thank you for coming, just to, even if you shared a little bit. I know you ain't going to share everything, because if you shared everything, it probably shocked the hell out of me, okay? Thank you. Even some of the shit I've heard about y'all. It's a shocker. I understand why you ain't told me everybody. I understand why they could be misunderstanding, Jada. <laughs> but listen, shout out to you for being so beautifully open, so beautifully truthful. No, it ain't easy. It ain't easy for nobody. But it's the shit y'all was talking about it anyway. So Jada said, let me own my story. I respect that, Virgo. I respect it. Virgo moon to Virgo swoon. I respect that. Okay? Y'all don't be surprised that Beyonce, that Scorpio moon, one day be writing y'all a book out here. <laughs> that Scorpio moon, that Scorpio might stop her. You ain't telling all our business. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't do my Beyonce apology. Wait a minute. Sidebar. Sidebar right there. I forgot to do my Beyonce apology. I meant to do a Right after Haley Bailey, the Haley Bailey. Let me do this. Let me say this. Let me say this, okay? And then I'm going to go back to Jada Pinkett. This is a sidebar. My apology to Beyonce. Not for calling you an overhyped artist, because I sincerely meant that. I, I, I love a good artist, a great artist, but I think you did. I think you're the most overhyped artist in history yet, okay? Oh, that doesn't mean I don't think you're not talented. I just think it's been a lot of hype. And we're going to talk about, and I saw you little, go to little Taylor Swift movie thing. You didn't get a little traction out of it. I was thinking Taylor Swift should do that. Remember I said on the podcast a couple of weeks ago that Taylor Swift should show up at the Beyonce's Renaissance? Well, Beyonce went and showed up at the premiere film for Renaissance. I mean, for Taylor Swift film. <laughs> I was laughing my ass, took pictures and everything. <laughs> I see you, Beyonce. You something else, Scorpio. You something else. Okay, let me talk about it, okay? Let me say this to Beyonce. Why I apologize, okay? I talked about you not investing in Chloe and Hayden. And, you know, I was pissed. I was like, you know, you're investing in Chloe and Hayden. Why would you drop an alum on Chloe's head and make Chloe wait a whole nother year? Why would you blah, 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 blah? When I, Beyonce, I don't understand. You know what I understand about you, Beyonce, and I've always understood about you, and I don't know why in the deeper recessions of my mind, I didn't really see game. You know these bitches ain't serious. You know. Just wipe your moon off. More conversations, you know. You just smiling and just gracefully. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You're going to be great. I'm going to flowers and roses. <laughs> Feel me, shit. Little to Scorpius. You think it's on my skin. You know. You know. That's why you said, shit, I'm going to get my gear to Grammy before they little asses. I see problematic shit already. Who the fuck I done signed? That's what it was. I get it, Beyonce. Oh, Lord. I'm sorry. 
You knew. You knew that's how you dropped the album on Cold Two. You know. I ain't got what it takes. You know. You already know. You know. You gonna now? You gonna ignore this? You gonna act like you do know? You gonna be sending flowers? Oh, that's okay. She said that's okay. You already know. That's why you ain't invested heavily. You heard probably heard a conversation, and you and Jay Z and and that cool Chloe just trying to be you, and then the hater hater. She might be a little weaker. <laughs> When, you, you, when your money is invested and you somebody's boss, you be trying to see the real. If people going to complete the assignments, you give them. Beyonce understood. She already understood. That's, that's why Beyonce don't mess with a lot of y'all. I get it. No, I'm sorry, Beyonce. I'm so sorry. Saying why you don't mess with a lot of people. Because listen, you, one thing about you, I'm about to give Beyonce some look. Come around, Beehive. It don't happen much, y'all. Beyonce, since you was a little kid, you been working your ass off. Dancing and singing. Matthew had you on the treadmill singing. You know how many boyfriends that Beyonce probably had to swerve or if she was hoeing in her early years you didn't hear shit if she did have abortions it was secret you know the price that has a paid to be where she at right now now, I don't agree, agree with her talking about I got the right to be Charday and all that. Nah, I believe you said the trajectory you got to keep to. But that's a different story. No, I'm saying good stuff right now. You know how much she knew. Listen, Beyonce knew. Beyonce, you know, you know that first boyfriend Beyonce had? She probably knew she couldn't take him over. I can't take him with me. I can't take that fool with me. I'm not saying he's a fool, but she, somewhere she knew. I can't take it. I'm getting ready to go somewhere. Okay. And maybe Jay-Z ain't all that. Y'all say in a, a, a secret moment. But that mofo ain't never did nothing to sabotage her. Not, not till much later in her career. Much later when it was time he married her. Took him a couple years, gave her a kid. He, 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 he made her a respectable one. And he rose to the occasion of being with a Beyonce. Maybe privately and shit, but in public, he don't get a hell of a job. He ain't running around here making fun. I'm, not, I'm insecure. She's a famous bitch. Stacy oh, built his empire. Don't be honest, be honest, no. When a chick is willing 
to pay the price. No, no, no. She know because she done paid it. Babe. Okay? You little helpers out here? She done paid it. She done paid she, 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 she was a child running around here singing. Okay? Disciplined her ass. Disciplined the cootie cat. Pussy management. Now, I got to say what I got to say. I have to give them for saying the word, but I got to tell these girls how to Coochie cat management. Beyonce, I'm shouting out to you right now. Coochie cat management, whatever that entails. I am going to going to grab this career by the I'm gonna I'm gonna grab the overhypeness. I'm gonna grab it all of it, and I'm going to I'm going I'm going. You know why part of the reason Beyonce won? Let me tell you why part of the reason Beyonce won. Disciplined. That bird called disciplined. Not because she's the most talented, because she's disciplined. Oh, God. She can try, but she's disciplined. And so she knew her and Jay-Z and them, they already knew. Chloe and Haley, they know. I ain't like, time. Right, okay. My daddy was crafting my image early. Matthew wouldn't allow no Chloe shit. So Beyonce learned from her daddy. Yes, Beyonce had sex appeal when she did the first time we seen Beyonce being extra sexy. Is what's that? Ooh, what's the song? Like it with you see? Bum, bum, bum. But she didn't do it all that. She didn't do that. Uh, what's the song from that movie she did? Uh, I forget. Well, she's sexy Cleopatra or whatever. I can't remember. But that's the time when we start seeing her real sex. But Beyonce was not over-sexualized. She went on TikTok all the time, bouncing her booty. And she ain't got to. Because Beyonce's just fine. She knows she's fine. Beyonce didn't have to do that. She didn't have to do that. she come out with sex appeal. When Beyonce be in interviews, she'd look like a lady. She'd be dressed up. Little skin showing here and there. And then Beyonce bounced out with the sexy. Like, the so she knew you bitches were cute. She already know. She already know. She, that, I thought, Beyonce, I apologize to you. Because what you did see is that you ain't worth your investment. I'm going to drop an album on her head. You know why? Because she ain't ready. Okay. I'm drop an album on her little ass head. Yeah, if you're trying to twist and do that, you can come out. I, I, she ain't ready. She ain't can't find herself or whatever. By the time I was that age, I was fine. I was I ain't had no choice. Okay, Haley out here, and now she didn't got Little Mermaid. You got Little Mermaid now. You pray. Beyonce understood what to invest in and what not to. I said, "Hey man, I ain't sis. I'm sorry." That's the best apology we have. Look at this. You got an apology. And you got me saying nice things. Twice in two weeks in a row. Two was it? Two or three weeks in a row? No, I'm not a Beehive member. I'm just, I can get people they pop when they deserve it. Beyonce, I'm sorry. I apologize. You understood that this, that this assignment was not going to be completed the right way. You understood what you was looking at. I'm not saying that's what Beyonce's saying. I'm saying this is my, this is Carlotta's trajectory. This is me. 
thinking, what I'm thinking, why Beyonce ain't been as investing as much as she could have in Chloe and Haley. Yes, she already had invested in that Chloe and Haley album when it came out. It was dope and everything, but something she saw. And she dropped that renaissance on her and her, or her people saw, and they dropped renaissance on Chloe's head, and they said, we're going to put your album back. I thought, you know, that's not right, Beyonce. You see what it had that album come out? The fuck, you need some shit. You, you already knew. You already, you already saw it, because I see you. If I see it, I know Beyonce saw it ahead of time. Because she writing their faces. She having a conversation. Her people having a conversation, and it's getting back to her. So for a girl who has given up so much of her life to give it to the, her career, fame game, Beyonce understands the cost, baby. And she saw you little helpers ain't ready to pay the cost. Beyonce is, the reason Beyonce gets so much uh, uh, energy is because Beyonce is disciplined as hell. Can you even read about the times on the allegedly jagged edge and some of the whole little situation with with, with Destiny's Child and all that stuff? They weren't playing about them little girls. It was like, Matthew wasn't playing Matthew. Like, I don't want no relationship with these little boys. I'm going to have to bring y'all a little uh, person around. And if Beyonce was being a hot ass, don't nobody know it. They had her on some good birth control, or she was running around, or she was, uh, or she was getting some, I mean, she had some good docs. But what I will say is that we ain't never heard of her being out here running around un, unkept, un, out of control, don't look like she, she already knows. And y'all say, well, Beyonce didn't grow up in the internet age. Well, shit, she was, what, it was by, by 2004, 2006, still the internet age. She could have been on there twerking or doing something. Beyonce could have been out here doing, but Beyonce is disciplined. Still disciplined. I'm sorry, Beyonce, and I understand you thought you had the ones, but you don't. I respect that. That don't mean these girls won't be successful later on in life. I know they will. I know they're going to do great things, other things. But be, I, hopefully they're going to do great things. But you understood they ain't ready for your level. You knew, you knew, you knew. You said they ain't ready for that. They won't, they won't lie. Beyonce said, y'all want a life. <laughs> you want to run around with DDG. Chloe want to go live and show her booty all the time. You don't want to be a, a brand in the image. I said what I said. And I don't say this, right, because y'all know I love me some Chloe and I love me some Haley. I've been talking about them too. When I first, when I first went to see them, I said they were too much Beyonce. And then when they came out with that album, Ungodly Hour, oh, I was like, oh, yes, yes, Queens, yes. Even when Chloe showed a little body, I was so proud. I was like, that's all right, girl, go show it off. Look at you. You got body, yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. I was okay. I was with it. But then now, every day, every day she's showing a piece. Every day she's showing a man's kid. I'm not sure. 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 I'm not s
Miss, I ain't gotta hate. I'm fine as hell at fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't gotta hate. I ain't nothing I hate on. Thank God for everything, okay? I ain't gotta hate on you, young man. I was happy for Haiti when she was coming up being a Disney princess. Be honest, need something we didn't know. That's my that's my projection. Is that Beyonce knew the score. And that's why Beyonce was like, Joe, I ain't putting all that money. I ain't putting no money in that. Yeah. Beyonce understood what it was. Shout out to Beyonce. I apologize again, Beyonce. You did my full apology. Now back to Jada Pinkett Smith. Okay. Y'all talking about Jada Pinkett Smith, Shakur. Y'all better shut up. <laughs> But no, listen, going back to Jada, I love it. You allow women to, you allow women to be looked at as the emotional, imperfect, yet perfect beings that we are. You know what I'm saying? Like, the things that makes us women. And it's not always good. Women don't always make the right choices. Look at Haley. She's already learning that as a young girl. Women are allowed to make mistakes. And everything. I want you to make mistakes. I ain't saying be no dummy because being a dummy can get you get you killed out here, and it can get you uh, it can get you uh, a step back in your life. And when I talk about Queen, y'all like you like y'all like Carlotta, but she's sitting up here saying Haley don't y'all talking about Haley being and like Haley can't make mistakes. No, I'm not saying that she has made the mistake if she's pregnant. It's already done. And I'm not saying that she can't reach her way to the top and be something great one day. Okay, I'm sure she'll go on to do other things. What I'm saying is for you girls out here who may not, because there's some a lot of women that don't make it back to the top. Having a child is hard. Being a parent is hard. It's not a, a walk in the park. It's not the Cosby show. You know, the Cosby, but Cosby show shows you the fun side of parenting, but it also, he was showing you difficult things, too. It's not a TV show. It's not a baby doll. It's a real child that will grow and will grow up and will one day judge you For how well you did with them. And you will put the seed in them that will help them make the right choices for their life. And you are responsible for the start of that seed. So, yes, I'm getting on Chloe, I mean, Haley and Chloe sometimes hardcore because she needs to know. This ain't going to be easy street, and especially with who you pick. And it's good to say that to y'all, because her, because then we say that to y'all. This is really me talking to the other women, trying to save the other girls, trying to save y'all, because you got it good right now, baby. Listen, when you single and you ain't got no kids, or when you married and ain't got no kids, whatever the case, you better really think about children. Children are, I love children, but children are, Really, a hard being a parent is the hardest job in the world. 
It ain't no fairy tales out here. Y'all think I'm having two babies and my husband and me going to be blah, 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 blah. Listen, it ain't no fairy tales, okay? But when you have that, when you have the, when God has blessed you right now with your youth and your time, do something with it. You can travel the world. You can see things. You can get up and go when you want to go. I remember when I was young, listen here. My grandmother used to take care of my little little cousin when, when I was growing up. He was his baby every weekend. And that's how I learned how to change diapers and learn how to, you know, do heat, uh, boil baby water. Plus, my girlfriend, I told you some when I lived, when I had neighbors that had children early, and I learned stuff from them, too, about babies, right? And I learned babies was hard, okay? And then when I got older and I took my little cousin, you know, for a little while when she was a baby, and me making sure her milk warm, changing her diet. It wasn't no joke. But I couldn't wake up. I couldn't go to sleep when I wanted to. I had to make sure she was asleep. <laughs> Putting her little ass on the top. I was, you know what? I was sad when they took her back, but I was happy to see her go. Because <laughs> it was like, being a mama, and when I was little, my friends always remind me, they always laugh at me because they always say, remember you when you was a kid, you was in the seventh grade, you used to say to us, you used to say, uh, my favorite thing was that a nanny is your friend. If nobody can, if you can't get a nanny, then, you know, I don't know. I used to say that when I was in the seventh grade. It wasn't because I thought nanny, it was because I knew that motherhood was no joke. Okay, and I believe if women need a break, they need to be able to have a babysitter. They can be able to, y'all need to be able to afford a babysitter, or uh, some, uh, some nannies, or something. Okay, help. I believe in a village. My grandma had a village. I was raised by my grandparents. They had a village. My great grandparents was alive at the time. Um, my mom sometimes took me on the weekend. Child, it was a village around me. I had a teacher that I was really close to, two teachers that helped my grandma. Child, listen here, okay, kids ain't no joke. <laughs> So we tell y'all because we want you to utilize your time. Utilize it. Become a a, a a connoisseur of the world. See the world. My goodness. See, see, I wish I would have even when I was young. Now I'm still I still don't gotta keep I still got time. But I'm just saying, when you young, you gotta you got the energy. Okay. See the world. Learn different things. Learn new cultures. Don't be just sitting up rocking the baby. It's a lot. That's a lot. That's 21 and 22. Right? Oh, my God. That's why we tell y'all these things. We're not trying to be haters. They trying to be haters. No, we not. We see you making temporary decisions. You making permanent decisions over temporary, uh, temporary situations. That DDG, DDG, whatever, if he lasts another 20 years, I'll be shocked. Sierra, okay? She probably, she's so, I know Sierra, love that little future. She probably like, that's my baby. You know what I'm saying? But she understood. She understood. She, she, that first baby got put her mind right. She said, I need to get out of here before the second one comes. And I won't have no second one by this folks. <laughs> then I be stuck like tough. She understood that it's gonna be tough. This is gonna be tough. 
I gave this, I gave this fool, was it the cart before the carriage or the carriage before the cart? I forget. <laughs> I gave him the milk before he, I gave him the milk for free. I told my grandmother, we used to say, don't give nobody the milk for free. Why are they going to give you, why are they going to buy the cow when they can get the milk for free? That's what the old folks used to say. Why are they going to buy the cow when they can get the milk for free? <laughs> she already, he, he wasn't going to marry her because he completed his assignment. He got her pregnant and set her career back, okay? Even though she probably loved that child, that child's a blessing to her. That child woke her the hell up. She said when she knew, you listened to Sierra's interview. That's Sierra trying to help y'all, too. Don't be dissing Sierra. Sierra is helping women. Shout out to Sierra, too, for telling her truth. Okay? Why she still talking about future and she get wrestled? See there? Because she's telling you her truth. Yes, I'm a woman. I made a mistake, and I'm trying to stop y'all. She said when that baby came in her life, she knew it got real. And she knew she had to go out of Dodge, or even if he got the hell out of Dodge, good for him. I'm, I'm glad he's gone, because now I can get to this. I got to take care of me and my baby. I got to find somebody who I want to share life with, who can love my child, okay? Because I done made one of the hottest mistakes in my life is messing with this fool, but he gave me one of the greatest blessings. He gave me my family back with this child. Okay? I'm trying to tell you, little girls, okay, because it ain't no punk. You think it was easy for Sierra to get a Russell Wilson? No, because usually Russell Wilson's don't go for no Sierra. I'm telling you right now. So Sierra looked up. And she had, like she said, she had to change her taste. She had to change some shit about herself, okay? Okay, I, we, just, we ain't hating. We just trying to let y'all know. We ain't hating. Okay? We trying to help you girls out in these streets, Okay? Now, I had some other tea I was going to get to, and I'll save that for another quick. But we talk about Britney Spears. This, we having this abortion, you know, from Justin Timberlake. We'll talk about that later. Okay? We'll do, do another show. Okay? But this is a learning show because I really want y'all to get it because life comes at you. When you fit, listen, 50 is different from 25. And if God blesses you to live that long, okay, you will realize that. There comes a lot of things when you're still trying to accomplish gifts, goals. I mean, because it don't stop when you're 50. You, you, you're trying to accomplish things your whole life. You use a lifetime to uh, to walk in power. Well, that's why I always say the future is shared. When I look at stories of like uh, the story of Moses and stuff, Moses was 80-some years old, I think, when he comes to get the children of Israel out of Israel. He's leading the younger generation out of Israel, when he's saying to Pharaoh, let my people go, Moses is an old man. And Aaron is middle-aged, I believe. Or a little older than that, I can't remember. And then when, by the time Joshua comes up to take the leadership from Moses, he's leading the generation, but Joshua is a middle-aged man, and the person by his side, Caleb, is an old man. So it's not the younger generation that leads, right? So I know they lie to you. This is that society does that. The society tells you, uh, society says the youth is the future. You're the future once you become of a certain age and with certain experiences, right? But the future is always shared, okay? And a lot of times you don't come to that leadership, those leadership roles sometimes until you're older, right? So 
when you get that age, life different. You get certain things, all, all kind of things start happening. You have health situations. You have all kind of fears and all kind of different things. And you're dealing with life obstacles too, okay? So you girls want to make sure that you utilize youth, that you ain't giving it away to some fool so you can end up with his baby for 20 years. Take hey, yeah, his kid for 18 years, 18 to 20 years, okay, because they be in your house a long time, some until they old, okay? So I'm just trying to say to you girls to think, think, and be wise, okay, because you got so much time to utilize your life. Not saying at 50 you can't do great things. I'm just saying it gets harder as you get older. Energy changes. Things come about. Life comes. And if you ain't utilizing your time right in your 20s, you're going to be mad. You're going to be sad. You're going to be upset. Okay? Because any something can come in your, your, your age, and it can set you back a couple of years. So utilize the time. Learn from Haley Bailey. If she is pregnant, if she's pregnant, don't do dumb stuff. And get away from a fool who's talking about, I'm insecure. I don't like you being famous. Who's questioning your career? Who would do that? Who who would do that? Who would sit and talk? Man, that's terrible. Who would get with somebody who dogs their career? Like, I'm I'm jealous. I don't want him. Like, you had a boyfriend that's in the movies, and you said, I don't like him being in movies, kissing on women in the movies. Instead of saying, you know, yeah, it's a little uncomfortable, but I'm so proud of him. I'm so proud of what he has to do. And, and you might joke all that, but, but not him. Yeah, it makes me a little jealous. But you know, now, he makes a whole song talking about he's insecure and he's hating. She got pregnant by him. Oh, my God. Just, oh, it's so sad. It's so sad. <laughs> we want to shed a tear. Y'all be talking about why y'all so care. Because we care, because we don't want the other girls, the other young girls to get these messages, because she is an influencer. We we don't want her to be telling, teaching y'all how to be dumb. And Jada Pinkett is a picture, we talked about Jada Pinkett today. Jada Pinkett is a picture of when you've done everything right, but then you make some big mistakes. You get married when you really should have got your getting your shit together. But that's saying that Will wasn't a ble- Will isn't a blessing to her. He is, and they trying to work it out. But you know, Jada had to go through some real stuff because she had to she she had to develop her womanhood. That what what God was trying to get her to develop, she had to develop that in marriage. And that's hard. Okay, that must that's hard with children having to trying to develop your your. Not being behind in womanhood, like you know what I'm saying, like she, you know, because you married somebody because you was trying to escape ish, and then you know married them, and now you didn't got two kids with them, and now you just trying to grapple and figure it all out and stuff like that. You see how I'll get out the I'll get out females with the world come along for her, and how she turns predatory. So I just saying, y'all, please don't just date her too much. Love on Jada. I respect Jada. Jada did a hell of a so far from that book. It's it's, it's really interesting, 
and very powerful. So shout out again. I'm going to shout out Jada Pinkett Smith. And I ended with a pot. Y'all know I didn't apologize to Beyonce. I understand, Beyonce. I understand why you invest in Cody and Hey, I see it. You might do it at a later time, but I understand the deal. <laughs> that don't mean that Cody and Haiti can't be great. I'm just saying that they've made it very hard for these kids. Now, <laughs> we come to the end of the show. And I say that with respect. I, I hope they do well. I want them to do great, but I'm just saying you make things, you can make situations difficult, more difficult for your life, okay? You guys, we come to the end of the show. Thank you guys for hanging out with me like you do. I appreciate y'all so, so, so much, okay? We're going to leave out with, what are we going to leave out with? Let's leave out with Stephanie Mills, one of my favorites. Keep away, girls. It's the CC Show. I'm Carlotta, and I'm going to be doing these uh, Hot Topic Quicks. This wasn't quick, though. I'm going to try to do Hot Topic Quicks more often for y'all, okay? All right, I'm out. See y'all. Bye. My voice, you are listening to the archive show. Remember, you can hit me up on the Carlotta Chat with Facebook page. You can send me a message on there. Some of you already do that. You can send me a message there. You can also, and I've seen some of y'all hit me up on the Instagram. Okay, thank you. You can hit me up on Carly's underscore Galaxy on Instagram. Feel free to DM me if you got questions. You just want to say hi, or you want to say something about the show and all that stuff. That's that's great. Okay, Carly's underscore Galaxy. Uh, Carlotta Chatwood Facebook page. And then also on Twitter, you can hit me up on C Chatwood Show and Carlotta72. A lot of y'all been asking what happened. I verify, am I going to verify the accounts? What? Eventually. <laughs> if, they, if you make me pay for Twitter, I guess I got to. <laughs> right? Okay, so the Twitter accounts will stay, okay? Okay, the C Chatwood Show and Carlotta72, right? And you can also hit me up on Threads and TikTok. Child, you're going to have to follow the, uh, I don't know what my handles are. Who <laughs> knows? So y'all going to have to follow the link on, what is it, three, on, on Instagram 
get it and it takes you to my threads, okay? And follow the link to on on. I think I got a link somewhere on one of the things for TikTok, okay? Oh, shoot, I don't know. Okay, I don't have to. I put up a TikTok link or something. Hey, listen, I, I, I'm going to get to technology. I'm older. It takes me a minute, all right? But enjoy, little kids, okay? Enjoy. <laughs> all right, you guys. So thank you so much for hanging out with me, you guys. Have a wonderful rest of your week. I know this wasn't a hot topic quick. I'm going to try to do another one sometime this week, but it's going to be much shorter. This one I did a little bit longer because we were talking about, I'm talking about lessons and about why it's important for you to value your time as a young person and youth. We talked about Jada Pinkett Smith a little bit. We talked about, I'm sure we're going to be talking about Jada for the rest of this week. I'm going to tell you all about what I think about the book. Uh, we're going to also be talking, uh, and we're also talking about the Britney Spears thing and a whole lot more stuff in the next short quicks, okay? Uh, let's leave out with my favorite song of all time, Don't Disturb This Groove. I'll see y'all. Bye. <laughs>